Greetings, weary travelers, come, warm yourself by the fire, and let us regale you with mighty tales, tales of adventure, tales of heroism, and of course, tales of Tamriel, brought to you by the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages. I am your host, Arkanir Silver Shield. We are back with the second episode of this week, because we have special guests, but before we get there, as always joining me, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the Elder Scrolls sufferer, Lotus of Doom. How's it going, Lotus? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I'm very awake because it's uh, actually like 11:20 in the morning for me here, which is unusual <laughs> for what it we is. usually record. It is, and it's it's a neat time to record. It was surprisingly very fastly scheduled, and it's giving everyone a second episode this week. And that is all thanks to our guests coming over from the Tent Divine Podcast, um, Raven and Shanti. How are you two doing? Hey, hey, thanks uh, very much for inviting us to join you. We are tremendously honored to be here. It's great to have you. I mean, it's you have already blessed the show by breaking all of our usual dumpster fires, although the episode <laughs> remains. So we, we will see how long it will last. But yeah, it's great to have you here. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting us. It when Lotus first reached out, I, I had to read it twice because, um, a, a, as I told Raven, I had a uh, senpai noticed me kind of moment. <laughs> like, because we're one of the newest shows for Elder Scrolls Online, and to be asked to be on the longest running one, that was just mind blowing. Honestly, I, I think we've all had the, um, even Lotus and I, as the current host of the show, uh, since we didn't start it, we had the senpai notice me moments as well of our own each time. <laughs> it's sort of like an inherited um yep. inherited podcast that continues on. So yeah, it's it's great to have you. And that's actually, yeah. I guess, going to be one of our topics as well. One of the I guess main points of like um playing Elder Scrolls Online at its current you know, life cycle versus being there from the start, how the experiences differ and stuff like that. But I guess before we get into all that, we can get to know you a bit more. So what do you do? What is Tent Divine Podcast? Um, and things like that, just to, just to let anyone who haven't, have, right. don't know promo you yet. Yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, this is the promo part, yeah. <laughs> the promo part, okay, okay. Uh, well, why don't I start? My name is uh, Raven, so obviously I'm a co-host of the Tenth Divine. I'm also a co-host of uh, a different podcast about World of Warcraft called Girls Gone Wow. Uh, that show has been running for over 500 episodes. We're closing in on 550 Ooh. episodes on that, that is, one. As that as we just hit 300 <laughs> this year joining you know the unofficial Elder Scrolls pages thinking of how long that took to get there is wild mm -hmm. and you've got basically like just shy of double that with the other yeah. that's <laughs> wild yeah so it's um it's 12 years old i think in yeah. december um something like that so i've been podcasting every sunday with my uh, with my friend dj about uh, world of warcraft so that's been quite a journey. And then obviously this year we started playing Elder Scrolls and Shanti was like, hey, I want to do an Elder Scrolls show. So uh, here we are, I guess. <laughs> uh, but obviously I'm in England. I'm in London in the UK. Um, I'm a finance director for a small charity when I'm not playing video games. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Shanti, do you want to just introduce yourself a bit? 
Yeah, um, I actually met Raven through her other show. Um, I've been part of the community there, and uh, my first podcast appearance ever was actually on Girls Gone Wow. Um, and we they've started doing trips to other games uh, throughout this past year because of the issues that Blizzard and ABK as a whole has had. So one of the first episodes they did for that was Elder Scrolls Online and I came on I came on that episode to talk about talk about it so um you know and then a couple months later we did a community day of going around uh doing world bosses and after that that's when the conversation happened in Discord saying you know we're both kicking around this idea and other community members over there are like you two should talk <laughs> <laughs> And, destined uh, to be <laughs> yeah so we so we ended up talking it took a few months to work out because of behind the scenes stuff but then come june we're launching our show and just in time for high aisle um yeah um i do have a lot of uh history with multiple mmos uh and when i'm not playing video games or recovering from root canals um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've had a week <laughs> yeah no ideal um i am a supervisor at a lockbox nice yeah that's brilliant and i just want to say it so with 12 years um so tales have been going for like eight years at 300 yeah, something episode and um and 12 years to double that just shows how irregular we have been at Tales with our <laughs> uh -huh. recordings uh, oh, yeah. and how many episodes we have missed in between. Well, so before, <laughs> I mean, before me, I remember there was a point where like the whole server thing went down and Ag had to switch hosting services and there was like just two months where it was just like, yeah, we literally don't have a feed. You can't yeah. listen to episodes. There's nothing there. Like, everything's gone. Everything's destroyed. Like, we have to try oh. to figure out how to reboot all of this. And from a listening standpoint, I was like, man, I really miss having the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, sure would like to listen to that again. Yeah. I mean, recording regularly is our superpower. We have a very strict schedule. We've actually had a couple of weeks this year where we've not recorded, but we are pretty we are pretty reliable week in, week out, Sunday evening yep. slot. And when you've been doing something for ten years like, yeah, Right. You kinda you it know, just becomes second nature. Just, that's what I do on a Sunday night. It, so yeah, um, it, it, yeah. it's automatic in the schedule. You don't even think about it. Yeah. 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 How do you learn the superpower? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you um, practice for a really, you, you really don't be long a game time. Developer for, you don't be a game developer, first off. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, that, yeah. That so you have a help. different, you have a different career, and you, uh, you practice for at least like, I uh, like five or six years. Yeah, I mean. yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about time zones spanning almost double digit, double digit hours too for your hosting? Because that, uh, that yeah, seems like that's... a big holdup we have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the other the other trick to this is that my girl's gone wild co-host lives five miles away. So yeah, see that's pretty uh, handy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're in the same we're in the same city, so that works a yeah. lot better. Yeah. Yeah, whereas we have a six-hour difference most of the year, except the, the year. <laughs> except that wibbly wobbly bit with yeah. the daylight savings time. Yeah, mm. 
Yeah, we are coming to that bit where America always changes a week after we do, and in the spring sometimes it can be out by two weeks, and then it's sure. just really, and then it's some states really at confusing. this point just don't do it anymore. So then it's yeah. just loads of fun. Like so then, I talk about yeah. that with Maddie gone all the time, where I'm like, so I don't remember what time zone are we in now because we yeah. both live in the United States, but we live in different states. <laughs> And our state, he was just like, yeah, my state was just like, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like, yeah it's rubbish. So we're not doing na- it. Now it's two. Now it's three. It's like, what the? Why? Yeah, I, yeah, I, why? I am waiting why? for rest of the world to stop doing it as well. So I, I would can remember. I, I, I would be a fan of that. Yeah. 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 I mean, every yeah. season change, every time we schedule something, I'm like, have you changed your times yet? Have you changed yeah, your no, time? Yeah. Yeah. Have you like, okay, right, we are still at seven hours. Yeah. yeah, is it seven hours or eight hours at this point in the year? It's like, no, no, it's just seven right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that is amazing. And I, I hope to see, you know, the tent to wine continue for, given if Elder Scrolls survives that long, um, for another like 300, 400 episode as well. That would be pretty neat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I, hope, I guess the other thing. I, I guess the I don't other have thing plans did, to stop. <laughs> I guess the other thing we did was pick the right video game, right? So. Yeah, that one's uh, <laughs> it's got some legs on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe, hopefully by maybe then we'll get Elder Scrolls now. Six too. Uh, in like 10, 12 years. I mean, maybe. no. It'll be the year twenty forty five, and nobody will yeah. remember what Elder Scrolls is, and then we'll get I Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, but everybody will still be complaining about World of Warcraft, and it'll <laughs> that's still be going. Yeah, that's, that's true. Like, I mean, like, World of Warcraft Classic will be up to, um, you know, we'll be on our third Warcraft iteration. Classic, classic, classic. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, restarted yeah. back. No, again. we'll yeah. be at yeah. World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic Dragonflight by then. Yeah, <laughs> at least. I mean, we could get the cryo chamber technology, fling ourselves to Mars for a colony, and I will still be waiting for Elder Scrolls Six. So... <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Not okay. enough. Okay. Um, I mean, that... con- considering your history with Oblivion, which is very similar to mine, Ark. I, I mean, well, because we we huh. both bugged out at like 113 hours, right? Yeah, I, I have no clue how long I played Oblivion for, but I just know I didn't play anything else for like two years. That's I all I know. you both picked it up with Oblivion. That's true. Yeah. No, I, also I, I, I dabbled in Morrowind, but... You I dabbled into Yeah, the and then held a grudge. Like, I've never played Skyrim because right. of that. Because of that. <laughs> yeah. Shanti is one of the seven people on planet Earth who has not played this girl's last Actually, that's, I, I, now I'm curious why. After oh. 113 hours sunk into oblivion and not being able to continue it, uh, I, 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 like I said, I held a grudge for a good for a good long while. So it's pretty funny because like these games, like it, it you know. Everybody, whether you like Bethesda or don't like Bethesda, it's just how you kind of phrase it. Everybody jokes about the bug Bethesda thing because it's like, okay, yeah. And it's like, you know, part of it is these games are so ambitious. The odds that things will go wrong are pretty high. Um, And it's it's why I cut, you know, I most of them I find kind of funny when they're not game impeding. (laughs) But um, when you think about it, even games that are huge, like The Witcher, for example, which is awesome. But it's like, okay, I'm going to move all of these utensils on the table. I'm just going to mess them up. And it's like, okay, well, The Witcher is huge, but it's like, dude, you're not going around messing up people's forks and napkins (laughs) and stuff like that. It's like, 
all of that code is like a disaster, I would imagine. And <laughs> yeah. it's it's funny because like thinking about it, Oblivion really did seem to have a few more quest breaky ones. Cause mm. like you had mentioned it, Shanty. I know like and I'm thinking actually my my college roommate who we got an Xbox 360, basically. We had to split it because they were so rare at the time. Um, we found one in a pawn shop, which was super bizarre because it had just come out and you couldn't get them anywhere. And there was just a brand new one in a pawn shop. Well, it wasn't it wasn't in the shrink wrap, but it had been opened and it was like returned. And we were like, uh, is that real? He was like, oh, yeah. He was like... <laughs> uh, so someone broke up with their significant other and they they uh oh they they sold it and they were like Ouch. they had the legal documentation so it doesn't count as stolen so i was like yeah we'll take that like immediately <laughs> so we took it brought it back to the dorm hooked it up and we basically were like well we'll just when we can track down a second one we'll both split that one and then we can each own one is how we we're going and we're like in the meantime we can play this and you know, as we're playing through it, I remember his game ended because we were super like enjoying Oblivion. His game ended when he was going through the Thieves Guild or whatever. And the Gray Fox is giving him his quest and you have to like meet him somewhere or whatever. And he sits down and he's giving him dialogue choices. And he, I don't know, he said something snarky to him and oh. and it ended the dialogue. So... My buddy was like, okay, well, clearly that's not the dialogue I use. I'll have to do. And the Gray Fox, he clicked on him and he, and the Gray Fox just said something like, mm, no. And like stood up and he was like, <laughs> what? And he like walked off and that was it. He was just despawned. He never found him again. He couldn't complete the Thieves Guild and he just stopped playing Oblivion because he was so furious. Wow. He's like, he just snubbed me and then just basically left. Like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Bobby, and it, it is realistic if you think about it. It's, yeah, yeah. It's like I'm fine. You want to insult people and no. then expect them to just continue giving you a quest. <laughs> but it was just so funny. It was like, yeah, and that was the end of his playthrough. Everybody seems to have a very, very aggressive end to their playthrough in Oblivion. I think. Oh, I didn't. I just I played it for like two years, and then... I beat it. I just I I never really I I just played it a lot, and then yeah, I. Mine kind of drifted off because I did beat it. So I was like, oh, cool. That end scene was dramatic, I guess. Like, <laughs> I remember yeah. it freaked me out that there was a timer. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't time me in a game like this. I got to pick up all the garbage. And I was very annoyed that I had to run around. Yeah, I... no, I totally beat it. And then I started playing World of Warcraft. And that was oh. that was kind of that, really. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of other games. And then games. there was nothing yeah. after that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played it for two years, but I actually never got to the end of the main storyline myself <laughs> because at the time my english wasn't all that good and i didn't understand like quite a lot of it so progression was a bit wonky yeah. and it was the first rpg that i played so i didn't really understand the concept of finishing the main story so i was just doing everything running around did the like guild quest lines and things like that I kept like restarting and stuff. And my last playthrough, um, I leveled up to like 40s, 50s, something like that, as a glass cannon mage. Um, and I entered the ruins, the the actually the original ruins that you get to just after leaving the sewers, found the hidden door, and apparently it like unlocks into this secret, a much larger underground A-Lade ruins. And I started exploring it. 
without saving at all. And one zombie hit me and gave me this nasty disease that completely stopped my mana regeneration. I never made it out of there. And that was the <laughs> end of my like two years of playing Oblivion. I, oh, I just couldn't get amazing. out. Resting, waiting, nothing helped. And without my yeah. mana, I couldn't do anything. Got I was that like, astral vapors. Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> yeah, amazing. for me, it was specifically an NPC did not drop the key that they were supposed to drop to let me out of the cave, dungeon, whatever oh. it was that I was oh, in. Oh, rip. Yeah. Yeah, yours ended in a bug, there. yeah. My, mine was at least my own demise like i didn't bring any <laughs> potions i didn't even like cure disease or whatever and one smack was enough to end the like 50 level playthrough and i <laughs> and that was it for me that's amazing what i love about bethesda games is you can spend two years playing a game and actually not finish the main story that's yeah. actually like it's fine oh yeah there's, there's... yeah it's it's weird and it, the experiences to a lot of these are so different for so many different people and um I, i've I, I know it was uh, Jessica Starr from, I mean, the Elder Scrolls community, but uh, largely from the Fallout side of things. One of her tweets, which I thought was absolutely fantastic, was uh, there There was this article. I don't, I don't remember what probably assuming clickbaity type thing was like, oh, you know, some people play, you know, spend up to 500 hours in a game. Is that healthy or whatever? And her response tweet was just that like monkey gif where it's like eyes forward eyes to the side yeah. and it just says the bethesda community <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah that's like that's pretty much all encompassing i think, I think it was about alternately 100... could have been captioned the mmo community yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I was about 100 hours into Skyrim before I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, oh, how are you liking the main story, you know, with the dragons and stuff? And I was like, there's dragons in there's Skyrim? Dragons. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sure that will be exciting in hour 500. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll get there eventually, I'm sure. I've got guilds to go run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. These towns aren't going to rob themselves. I've got to spend a lot of time trying to prevent my horse from suicidally killing itself uh, every time I go and fight some bandits. Like, yep. Oh, I hated or that. Or falling oh. gently off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually in Skyrim, uh, I had to just not use a horse. I got too yeah, upset. I just, I, I, it was yeah, too bad. I, no. I just, see, my thing was, I didn't even necessarily have the horse get it killed a bunch i would just never watch where i was going so i would go over the hill because oh. it's just the speed difference and it was like well goodbye and it's just like oh, <laughs> it's time to restart again <laughs> all oh. right well <clears throat> so you did mention your history with mmos so there is going to be that aspect to this but the reason i specifically felt that you both would be kind of perfect for this topic that I wanted to get into because Ark and I have mentioned kind of more frequently recently how I have no idea what it would be like to pick up this game now. And when people ask me <clears throat> stuff, a lot of times I'm like, oh, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to tell you. I don't even begin to know what to tell you because I've been playing for so long. Mm -hmm. So you do have MMO experience, but you're both new-ish to the Elder Scrolls. And I say new-ish because the other thing is a lot of people will jump on a game and then they'll bounce if for what a, a myriad of reasons. You, Even though you're newer to the game, you've stuck with the game long enough that you do 
have progression. You know what you're doing more now. You're not immediately to the hyper elite phase where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I did this trifecta in 11, you know, 11 seconds or whatever. Like, that's that's not where you guys are yet. So you're still improving along the way toward more of an end game thing. Yeah. But you haven't jumped in and immediately bounced off either. And since you guys started a podcast, you <laughs> actually need to like talk about it as well. So it's not yeah. like you're a new player who's also still deer in headlights and has no idea what's going on. So you kind of fit this perfect idea of, yes, this is a game I'm going to want to play and keep playing, but also I don't have eight years worth of experience where, you know, I... I st- I remember the well in Ag's case the good old days of vet ranks which I'm sorry Ag oh. you're wrong they're not the good old days vet ranks <laughs> suck <laughs> <laughs> but like stuff stuff like that um this is kind of like a very unique player category you both fall into and honestly as much as I think it might help others who have these questions It'll also maybe give me a little bit of an idea because I've been <laughs> essentially out of the loop of this for a very long time. Um, so I kind of got a couple things that I wanted to ask you specifically, and we can just kind of go off in whatever directions you feel fit. Um, starting, you know, either of you, why did you pick up ESO? Like, how did you get into this game to begin with? Like, beyond just the MMO thing, it's like, why'd you pick this one? Okay, so I'll I'll start this one off. Um, so I was watching a lot of WoW streamers and all of that when the uh, ABK scandal started coming out left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The stuff happened at Blizzard. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I started seeing a lot of other games all of a sudden. <laughs> one of which was ESO, um, and. One of the streamers I was watching, he was talking through the crafting that he was doing and why he was doing it. So I thought, you know, this actually doesn't look awful. Maybe I can break my uh, blockade against the Elder Scrolls and give this a chance. Um, so uh, later that later that year, uh, I tried it and I, I initially did bounce off because I tried playing on keyboard and mouse. And all of my previous Elder Scrolls experience had been on console. Mm-hmm. So then once I uh, picked up a controller and tried it that way, then it clicked. So that was what helped me stick. And like I said, I do a lot of 10 key at work. So a lot of days I don't even want to think about touching a keyboard again mm-hmm. once I'm home. So yeah, fair having enough. the having the controller there, that that alone is one of the reasons I stick with this as well as I do. That's fair. And I totally can share the sentiment on that as I've played it sometimes with keyboard and mouse. Um, I believe actually one of them was like an extra life incentive where I had to not use a controller. I was like, I hate this. I hate this so much. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't understand how you fit enough buttons on a controller. Like it's, it's fine. It's all I fine. Mean, Don't think too much of, about it. Like, the, the, first of all, I'm looking at the Xbox controller now, and you have five skills plus your ultimate. Ultimate being separate, okay, you can put it wherever. But 
I have four buttons here, and if I don't have like a perfect <laughs> five for my five skills, it just feels oh. wrong. Where is no, the where does the see, fifth one go? <laughs> there, bumper, bumper. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not plugged in. I was like, I'm playing it. The stream freezes. Everything stops. Yeah, yeah. You have two. You have two bumpers. Those are two of your skills. Two skills. You have three. Three face buttons, and then A is jump. Correct. Oh, oh man, God. you have to press the triggers. You have to press the triggers at what? Like both triggers at the same time. So Somebody if you want to use your ultimate, you use both trigger, both top triggers simultaneously. Oh fuck me, no, no, no. no, yes, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this, like, if you're shooting a gun in like an FPS, that's your that's your lighter heavy attack, and then shielding is this one. If you see, the only thing that I will say is a problem for a controller, because um, anybody who saw the stream where we were doing. Uh, Shipwright's Regret when it launched um, I ran into a very very awkward not bug but just desync which was most problematic dodge rolling gets a little dicey uh, normally you hold block and press jump and you will dodge roll and you just aim with the direction the problem with that was I had a bizarre little like desync where i was blocking and jumping at the same time and i'm like that's not how this works and i got no. a lot so um, oh, but yeah that that's the that's the controller the controller okay. world okay well i'm definitely a pc gamer uh pc gamer <laughs> for life uh i am hilarious with a controller i cannot do anything on an xbox controller uh christmas uh my ex and i he's a big halo fan so at christmas okay. we'd sit down and we'd play some co-op halo um we got to the point where i was not allowed to drive any of the vehicles because as soon as i got into a vehicle i would either drive it off a cliff or i would run him over with it all right and he got Really That's what, right. upset. Yeah. <laughs> All right, to give you some credit, though, I, I mean, may, maybe you are legendarily bad at driving in Halo, but I will say, as a big Halo fan, that Warthog handles like a shopping cart with yeah. no wheels on ice. Like, that yeah. thing is garbage. Yeah, the, war so. the Warthog is not great. It's, not yeah, great. it's yeah. one I of the say... few vehicles that makes the original Mass Effect Mako look <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, yeah. you can then learn to work with it and do some wild stuff, but that is not an intrinsically good driving system. Yeah, no, I also, uh, like, pushed him off things and shot him more than once. So, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not good with a, with a controller. So, um, yeah, so I guess in the middle of last year, things at Blizzard have been uh, challenging, shall we say? Uh, challenging mm. in the manner of you're a big giant games company and you just keep shooting yourself repeatedly yeah. in the feet. Yeah, it's just, it's it's literally like, you. why are you actual twirling mustache villains? Like, yeah. I don't yeah. understand. Like, don't, yeah. yeah, really, really don't get it. Um, yeah. uh, so towards the end of the year um we have stuck with world of warcraft because we we know some of the people who make it because we've been content creating for it for a long time sure. but um but it maybe wasn't feeling as shiny as it had been so it was like okay well now would be a great time there's a bit of a content drought now would be a great time to try out some other games for me it was always going to be ESO if i was going to go to oh. another um if i was going to go to another MMO it was always going to be ESO 
because okay. uh, Oblivion, so Oblivion was basically what got me back into computer gaming. I gave up computer gaming whilst I was at university in the interests of passing my degree. Understandable. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then I just didn't kind of get back into it whilst I was kind of in my first job and whatever. And um, about 2008, I was living with some people. They were like, hey, Oblivion, we've got this Oblivion. Do you want to play it on? Do you want a couple of slave slots, uh, save slots on our account? Um, and I was like, cool. So yeah, I spent a long time <laughs> playing Oblivion. Um, and then off the back of that, I ended up playing World of Warcraft. So I was always uh, always going to go back to ESO. I actually did try ESO a little bit in the, um, in the beta, as it turned yeah. out. Um, I'd completely forgotten this, but when I logged in in January this year, uh, the game was like, hey, have a monkey. Oh, oh yeah, yes, the beta monkey, I, yeah. The beta monkey, yeah. I was like, why do I get a monkey? Uh, yeah, because you because you did the beta. Like I what did the what? And once I was wandering around Kanathi's roost, I was like, oh yeah, no, maybe I yep. did do this. Maybe I did do this. Um, but we, I obviously went back to WoW after that. But no, I definitely, um, yeah, we just wanted something else to do basically. And mm -hmm. I think I was very inclined to stick with it because I am a bit of an Elder Scrolls fan. I played a lot of Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> I played a lot of Oblivion. Um, so yeah, I think I think I was predis predisposed to jump in this direction and not in the Final Fantasy direction, which is where a lot of other people went. It was super interesting to see what happened to our community because almost everybody tried something else, mm -hmm. and some mm -hmm. people did bounce off ESO really hard. In fact, my co-hosting girl's gone wow. She tried really hard, and she was like this. This just, this just isn't for me. I don't like it. Um, mm. Just yeah. can't do it. Uh, so yep. she tried it on keyboard and mouse, didn't get into it. Tried it on the controller, was slightly better. Kept accidentally pickpocketing people and getting <laughs> shouted at by guards. Okay. Um, this is, I was like, you can, this, we can make some changes to your settings that will make that less likely to happen. But yep. um, <laughs> it's not the most welcoming experience to I, Tamriel. Sure, you know. absolutely. Because the, the justice is pretty swift and brutal. Yeah, it's like, oh, exactly. I'll just run away. Oh, they've pinned me in place. I've been turned to stone. They're beating me to death. It's like, yeah, oh, all right. No, <laughs> let's, no let's not do this. Uh, yeah, it's like that one time you accidentally kill a chicken in Skyrim. Please don't do that. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> took like a week off because of that stupid chicken. So, <laughs> like, um, so yeah, if you, I, I think that was a bit, a bit much for her and she was just like no nah, i'm done with this game thanks very mm -hmm. much uh, and ended up playing star wars uh the old republic so okay um oh. that was you know it was interesting to see where people scattered to and what people sure. stuck with uh but i think for me it was always going to be eso um and actually a whole bunch of people did come with us to eso uh including graphis who's in our chat room now um and uh also our tank usefully so uh, basically I've got, enough people, I've got enough people to get a dungeon team together Perfect. Which is um, which has proved very very helpful, and I think numbers have sort of fluctuated, and some people have come in, some people have come out. We've got a guild on the, on the EU um, mega server PC, um, and there are some accounts there that have been played a little bit, and there are others that are up in you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of champion points. So it's it's interesting to see mm -hmm. kind of where people went. Yeah, the ebb and flow to that stuff is also as much as a lot of people don't seem to want to acknowledge that. Or it's like, oh, you know, that most common gamer phrase recently, like, oh, dead game because I don't play it anymore. <laughs> it's like, you can just take a break. Like, it's, it, 
it, you mean, don't need yeah. to hate it just because you want to break from it. Like One of yeah, the it, it, biggest things I really appreciate about ESO in comparison to World of Warcraft is that I can put it down, mm-hmm. yeah. leave it, come back to it, and actually... It's not the case that okay, that gear you're wearing is now all out of date. Uh, right. Everybody's you're onto like new content. Everybody, still. yeah, everything's still kind of the same, and you can yeah, if you're you not, not on the optimized, edge, but yeah, you're still functional. Yeah, which is yeah. something I had having, with Destiny having the hard gear like. cap. That's another thing that's definitely kept me in the game. Yep, because yeah. I, I've played, like I said, several other MMOs, and I'm just burnt out on gear grinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, <clears throat> I totally get that because, like, actually, Ark, you've been playing uh, Destiny, Destiny Two as well, yeah. and like, I had just kind of jumped back in, <laughs> and uh, I, it was funny because I, this this also kind of spurred the idea of like, how does it feel to come to the game now? Because I platinum the original Destiny and did everything, and then I platinum the base game of Destiny Two, and then. They explained the expansions, and I was like, these are too expensive for what I'm getting. This is, I don't feel like doing this. So I just pieced out. And recently they had a free event thing, and, you know, I was like, oh, I'll jump back in. And I was like, this is the worst experience I've ever encountered. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on. What is happening? Why do I, every time I start the game, do I have to get a cutscene and a, I'm just thrown into a mission? I just want to go to the tower. What is happening to me? And it's like, once I got back into it and adjusted, because I'm like, okay, I pieced together what they were trying to show me, it became, like you said, this gear grind thing where it was like, oh, I've got these things. Well, I need to infuse them or throw them in the trash because they are objectively doing like four damage and this thing has like 200,000. Like, <laughs> mm. yeah, that almost that's like for the longest time, pretty much all my friends were into WoW almost like a job. And I, diligently and violently avoided ever trying out World of Warcraft because they were always so like hardcore at it that I was like okay I don't I don't want to get into this because I know myself I, if I get into this that's it I, I'm, I'm not going to do anything else so I always yeah. managed to avoid it <laughs> and what got me into ESO initially after like trying out better and everything was that okay this is a bit more you know this is more casual I love Elder Scrolls the world and the lore anyway so I'll play this I ended up doing what I would have done to e- like World of Warcraft in ESO anyway so that didn't really yeah. matter at, at the end of the day with several thousand hours sure. but um, like your heart was how, in the right place yeah 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 <laughs> how it is compared to like coming into ESO how does it compare to World of Warcraft in terms of I mean, yeah, you get, it's a bit more casual in terms of, as we said, there's like a gear cap and everything like that. But a lot of my World of Warcraft fan friends just never managed to actually get into ESO. They almost just got like sort of bored. I think the problem is that when you first load into ESO, you can do basically literally anything. And I think there's a bit of a choice paralysis thing. Mm, So uh, in January, so over Christmas last year, I was like, okay, there is no content coming out for for World of Warcraft immediately. I'm going to try something else in January. So January, like 1st of January, I was like, okay, let's rock up. Let's have a go at ESO. And I was streaming 
So I had to make some decisions. <laughs> just like, okay, you log in, you do the tutorial, you pick a place, let's go to this place. And once I picked that place, um, a few other people uh, were also like, okay, well, we're just going to make that decision because that seems like you've made a decision now and we can all kind of be in the same place. Yeah. But I did find um, like the one Tamriel aspect to things is now i think one of eso's greatest strengths but it does mean that when you're sitting at level one you're like what what do you mean i could do anything where do i go where's the beginning of this story where's the beginning of the game where does it start where is the main quest where is the like what i what do you mean i could go anywhere um and i do think that's quite overwhelming Mm -hmm. um I think one of the things that WoW has done a lot of recently, so in the previous expansion, they revamped the like starting experience. They've put in like a new starting zone, um, which is called Exile's Reach. So if you do, if you start a new character in WoW now, you have to do level one to ten in this like preformed zone thing, and then it puts you out in battle for Azeroth content. So it's mm-hmm. it, okay. it gives you a sort of path. Um, to getting to the kind of current end game content rather than okay. being like, okay, there are like 490 zones in World of Warcraft now, <laughs> starting it like, what? No. Um, and obviously ESO doesn't do that. So I do think a lot of it is the kind of logging in and then being like, uh, great, what do I do? And if you've got friends who are in the game, I suspect they might they might be able to kind of guide you and be like, oh, well, you could come over here and do this or you could do this content. or But that sort of lack of knowing what to do I think is quite confusing and it took me a long time to really understand what was going on in terms of like okay I've started in Kanathi's Roost and now I'm going to Oridon which means I'm playing in the Old Merry Dominion which which is one of the three uh covenant like one of the three factions Mm -hmm. like it took a long time really for me to understand exactly what I was doing um okay that's actually uh, interesting to hear because it's something we've constantly brought up where it's like it just seems like you have no direction when you start this game yeah because when we started it was you did have a direction you do this quest line and you can do your zone quest line those are your two options and they kind of expand forward like yeah yeah, well yeah i I, I came i came all week like i was thinking about this particular point is Mm -hmm. i was going to bring up when you get those options, start with one of the three base game zones. Yep. Yeah. And play through the story. Just mm-hmm. enjoy yeah. the story that's being told because you don't want to be me and at CP three hundred seventy five when you finally beat the plane meld. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, that's that's very interesting to hear. So, like, <clears throat> I guess just uh, for you to elaborate more. In terms of like the, I, I guess you, this will kind of weird because you want to have context for it, but they've switched to this seasonal yearly idea of a contained story that the cadence of the releases, for better or worse, you really know what's coming, where it is dungeon pack, chapter expansion, dungeon pack, zone slash quality of life stuff. And there's always a little quality of life sprinkled in there. Uh, that has basically been our cadence for a very long time at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel that the introduction into a story of a contained year of content is like helpful to getting 
there or would it be better to have that be something you could here's your base game because this is how the game starts and then oh this is just the newest stuff you'll get there or is it a draw that it's like no no you can totally start with this super relevant thing yeah don't worry about all that stuff that it could relate to if you did the other stuff you worry about that later that just seems very jarring to me personally but i've yet to ever have not had the newest season be the current thing i'm on yeah, I think it's really going to depend who you are as a player. Mm-hmm. So, uh, firstly, I think the 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 regularity of content production um, is something I really enjoy. Like, I just uh, yeah. I just think it's incredible that they can pr- put all this content out when uh, one of the big problems, uh, aside from the shooting themselves in the foot, one of the big problems that Blizzard has had for a while is that there's a big patch of content and then there is nothing for six months or nine yeah. months or sometimes twelve months, and then you're like okay, well, what what am I supposed to be doing here? Like, sure. mm-hmm. That's really annoying. Whereas I, this regular content is, um, I think it's pretty amazing. But I do remember in March, um, looking at the, watching the kind of, um, the launch um, high aisle preview. Extravaganza event, thing. Extravaganza yeah. thing. It was like, oh, there's a thing coming. That's exciting. And we really enjoyed um, the way they put their Twitch content together, the stream, the way it was all kind of, um, that was like a really great experience. Sure. Uh, compared to what you get from Blizzard, cough, cough. Um, <laughs> there are places, there are places where I think World of Warcraft is better than ESO, but actually I think in there's a lot of things that uh, that that they get right over the Zos Bethesda kind of mix. Absolutely. Um, it's a thing where, you know, it's it's good to have competition to drive you forward as well. Yeah. Like, especially mm-hmm. when it's like, oh yeah, we're just the best at everything. It's like, okay, well, there goes the motivation to keep trying yeah, exactly. to invent. Like, <laughs> exactly. exactly. But I think um, it was also a bit confusing and it was a bit like, oh, I don't really know what... Um, I certainly didn't engage with any of the content that dropped in, in March because I, I was, I don't know, it was halfway through... Ratwood or somewhere and I was like no no no, I'm just gonna stick with this stuff that's over here because I sort of understand what's going on over here and I'm just following the queen around helping the queen so I'm just gonna keep following (laughs) the queen around and I'm gonna try and make sure that I finish helping the queen um before June (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) and so I did finish helping the queen and then I finished uh, stopping more like ball um and then I managed to do high aisle uh which worked quite well for me but yeah I do I do think it is a little bit jarring um and I still don't like one of the it's not really a problem but I do have a kind of, there's so much DLC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't uh-huh. really understand which DLCs happened when or what order they go in or if it matters or like um, how to pick where to go next when I want to do more questing. I really love the fact that there's loads of questing I haven't done because questing is a thing that I enjoy. And this yep. is where I think it me it's going um, to, it's going to depend what kind of player you are as to whether you want to be in the most current content or because if you're a you know cutting edge um group content end game player probably you're going to want to be at least doing the kind of latest dungeons and the latest Mm. trials and all of that kind of stuff so maybe those players don't tend to care about questing so much yeah no it it definitely I'm sort of an anomaly in that department because it's like, I do like doing all that stuff. But at the same time, that one of the things I had mentioned in just like passing with some people in a certain people were just like, oh, yeah, I love Endgame or, oh, so many people are just so casual and love the story stuff. And 
to your point, a lot of it doesn't have a ton of bleed over where it's yeah. like, oh, well, some people literally just log on. They do their raids and then they're like, peace I'll to see you guys for next raid time. And I like doing trifectas and all that stuff where it's like my favorite part of the game, which a lot of people are like, what? I was like, yeah, that's no, questing. They're like <laughs> you. You you repeat trials until you do them perfectly, and your favorite part of the game is questing. It's like, oh yeah, it's way more mellow. That's that's fun. I just do the other stuff because it's there too, and that's also fun. And, and but the questing's like, really good, right? It is. It's super well written most of the time. Like, yeah, and they're two completely separate kinds of fun, and yeah. both are completely valid. Right. And... Same thing with the PvP as well. It's another totally other aspect to the game, which is also fun. But a lot of people are like, yeah, no, nah, I don't, I don't want anything to do with that. Or you like battlegrounds, but not Cyrodiil. Or like, there's yeah, so yeah. many things. <laughs> yeah. yeah like I, my only investment in, in pvp really is getting those skill points that you get for getting the alliance ranks up that that's yep. it yeah, yeah yeah i'm not i'm not a pvp game i mean i guess um once i understood how the kind of content cadence worked um that was one of the things that took me a little bit of a while to get my head around even mm -hmm. though you just explained it in two sentences it's kind of like it's so alien coming from <laughs> yeah, a, a game where there's no content year on year for like big gaps it was just like what do you mean there's there's new content in march and then there's new content it there's big new content in june <laughs> and then there's new content again in september like we just did we not just have some content? Like, right. really? Mm -hmm. Again? Okay. And then there's another one at the end of the year. Like, are you sure? How do you have time to do all of this stuff? Um, <laughs> I still but, question that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, I do think, I mean, definitely my advice for people starting out would be to pick a, yeah, pick a faction and start with the main faction storyline and go and sort Molag Val out. That would be, mm. that's the thing you should probably do first, unless you've got, you're trying to join friends who are already in different content, and sure. that's what you want to do. I mean, I, I kind of like the fact that the, the end game kind of, you know, trial content or dungeon content or whatever isn't like super tied into the questing. I think yeah, it's, no, it's it's very just kind of like superfluous to it. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. no, this this is like more flavor text too. This is also yeah. happening in the region while this other stuff is happening, mm -hmm. rather than okay, time to fight the person that's been antagonizing you the entire game. And well, he's there at the end of this raid thing. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, well, no, <laughs> not necessarily. Yeah, and I think that also was a, a thing that it took me a little bit of a while to kind of change my understanding of because obviously the way that world of warcraft works is that all you have to do all of the questing even because mm. you can't open up access to the raid quite often until mm. you've done some of the questing or you need gear or you need there's some you've got like a necklace or a weapon or a legendary something there's always some kind of gear reason why you need to play all of the questing content okay um which is a different way of running your mmo and it's not a bad way of running your mmo necessarily just it's just a completely different mindset so it was that's like, interesting because i don't think i would like that yeah because i would I, feel <laughs> rushed to get through the story to get to the like now it's yeah. like okay i'm doing casual story up until my team is like hey do you want to farm the new place for gear Sure, that's great, and I can just stop from one to the other. Where it's like, oh yeah, finish your quest so that we can do this. It's like, hey, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, don't yeah. rush me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think um, definitely high-end raiders in World of Warcraft do just hoon straight through all of the content, mm -hmm. and a lot of them will, if they do like questing, um, then we'll have to do it 
uh, like on a different character, they'll have like a questing tune that they sure. do all of that stuff with. But for their main, they just have to go straight through and they won't read any of the quest texts. They won't pay any attention to what's going on. It's just go, 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 because you need to finish this to get that to do the thing, to get your mm-hmm. gear to do the and, thing. And usually on two separate characters because they run split raids where they'll. Oh, yeah. Oh. Or they'll swap gear if, to yeah. help with their world first races and all yeah, that. Yeah, their main team okay. or whatever. I, I would hate to do the quests twice. I love questing. <laughs> I hate doing them a second time. But I would have loved in ESO for quest rewards to actually mean something rather than always being like blue and not necessarily any good items. Yeah, um, that's, here is that's, a piece of crap. It's like, sweet, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Like, okay, I, well, I, I don't even I, I guess that them green anymore. item counts towards my sticker book. That's yeah. also valid. At least true. now it deletes one thing off the list. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah but after yeah. hyping up like, oh, you know, this item belonged to my great-grandfather who was a hero of, I don't know, like the Red Guards or something like that, and he fought yeah. dragons, and it's just a green sword that doesn't mm. even have any decent set bonuses. Yeah, or deconstructing, deconstructing it before they're done telling you its history. Like, yeah. Yeah. Does, doesn't even have any research value. No, no trait to research <laughs> yeah. on it. I mean, at least could yeah. be like gold items. So I get, I don't know, a tempering alloy out of it when I deconstruct it. Right. Then I then I could at least be happy that your grandfather gave me a tempering alloy because it saves yeah. cash yeah. or an upgrade yeah. 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 I actually care about. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's worth pointing out that questing in World of Warcraft is quite different from questing in ESO. Um, it's only... It's quite unusual for a quest to be voice acted. In It's getting more Ooh. common, but there's a lot less voice acting. It's mostly just like text boxes. Sure. Um, so it's not it's not quite as immersive as yep. the mm-hmm. ESO questing experience, and they, which means you can get through them quicker. I mean... That makes sense, yeah. X, 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 Yeah, there's the old joke, go get me 10 bear butts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't... It's not nearly as involved. There's a lot less, you know, go here, this bit of the story is revealed, showing you you need to go here. And there's a lot less of that in World of Warcraft. It's a different, it's a very different feel. I feel like Elder Scrolls Online spoiled a lot of us with being 100% voice acted. Because, like, I I tried some other games and now I just, like, MMOs, I just can't, like, I tried, well, I didn't try, but I watched Final Fantasy to see if I would be interested in it. And not having voice acting, nope. Same with New World, like New World questing, not having voice You're acting. Like reading, just, reading. I, I don't want to do now, reading. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just doesn't feel right. The voice acting is really good. Yeah, the too. voice acting like, is really good. Yes, it is funny. Um, just on that note of voice acting, which is, uh, again, like I said, usually it's phenomenal. Um, going back for the like Dungeon Tales story thing that I've been <laughs> doing. I will say that I did learn that the voice acting is greatly improved <laughs> um, in the series. There are a couple where we just finished the last base game dungeon uh, it, with the uh, the Spindle Clutch 2. It was the second half of it. And the voice acting in that is rough. <laughs> it's like they didn't know where to put the inflections on him being like, Atavar, where are you? I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, <laughs> what is happening with this? I'm like, wow. And it, the guy's got like a cool sounding voice, but I'm like, 
Bri, you needed some direction with this. <laughs> yeah. Have you feeling. ever done like a fantasy RPG it, before? Do it you, sounds like... so weird. <laughs> and then you can go back to, uh, you know, the voice acting in Oblivion, where basically everything is voiced by Patrick Stewart. And you're just like wandering oh. down the road and you're talking to someone and you're like, nope, this also sounds like Patrick Stewart. This sounds like Patrick Stewart doing a funny voice. Yeah, uh, this this person also sounds like Patrick Stewart. Amazing. And if it's okay. if it's not, there's a good chance it's Wes Johnson. There's yeah, a good chance yeah. it's Wes Johnson. So yeah, exactly. I mean, sorry, uh, I don't know where that conversation started or where you'd like to go now, but like, that's yeah. that's pretty much how. Yeah, we don't know either, to be honest. Yeah, so no, that's fine. It's cool. <laughs> it's so organic. Sometimes you really have a tough time finding how everything starts. <laughs> I don't even remember what I asked to begin with. Right, well, like World of Warcraft and ESO difference. Yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, to be honest. But it led to a nice discussion, I don't know. Um, so, what was, I guess, the most difficult thing adjusting to ESO was? That's one of my curious points. Or, like, what was the one thing you think uh, that you should have known at the very beginning? Oh, I mean, I think for me, um, the the fact that you can go to any dungeon and they're all kind of like there is a sort of scaling thing, but there kind of isn't. Mm -hmm. I just I, the it's the plethora of content that is all available to me is the thing that I still find quite confusing in ESO um, and we never read the instructions in dungeons so once we got to dungeon level we were just like okay there's four of us one of us can heal one of I mean I heal um we have a tank who's always the tank so that's cool we've got a couple <laughs> of deeps it'll be fine um and so we just wander into dungeons and uh it can be really hilarious uh like so World of Warcraft dungeons tend to be laid out in quite a kind of easy it's easy to see where the path is so oh, okay. the first problem we had going into ESO dungeons was that sometimes we were like, so the map says there's like a, the map says there's a way through. Do we just throw ourselves <laughs> off this ledge? Is that what's supposed to happen here? Like, oh no, there's a gap behind this rock. Is this where we're supposed to be going? Um, it's always <laughs> hilarious on the rare occasions that we have to pug somebody. They're like nine miles yeah. in the future. And we're yeah. just like, we have no idea where we get. How did they even get over there? Like, what's right. going on? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine that's a little jarring to learn them. Uh, yeah, I still don't. I mean, I've literally, I've got a spreadsheet now, which has ticks on it. So I know which ones we've actually done. And sometimes <laughs> I have, I look at the spreadsheet and I'm like, oh no, we have been in here before. Because you're like, you're wandering and you'll be like, have we been here before? I mean, there's nobody standing here with a quest, so... Yeah, probably, we we've, done this? probably yeah. we've done this before. Like, yeah, it's ticked off on the sheet, so we have been here before. And then sometimes you get to the like first boss and you'll be like, oh, yeah, no, no, I remember we have done mm. this. And sometimes you've gotten the like last boss and you'll be like, no, I have no recollection yeah, no, of this <laughs> ever being in here before. So learning, because um, obviously, because uh, WoW operates on the kind of traditional MMO. Well, I guess WoW is the traditional MMO. But, yeah, um, I was going to say kind of made <laughs> traditional MMOs. Yeah. Uh, so you, at each level, you've got like maybe eight to ten dungeons that are that level, that, that, are that max levels dungeon. So you're only, if you're doing end game content, you're probably only playing eight to ten dungeons. Um, mm -hmm. Whereas, no, there's like 49. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, I did find the dungeon system when we started doing groups. Just uh, that's just I found that really confusing. So 
I mean, I think probably the single, the, it's just the, the amount of things that you can do, knowing how they split up, knowing what is what, like that, I think that is the biggest thing that I still, to an extent, find confusing. Um, and I, we had to learn to be a little bit careful of the random dungeon finder, because sometimes you'll get zoned into like, way rest sewers, and you'll be like, great, we're just going to hit some rats. Oh, and there's some pirates, and we're going to hit yep. some rats. And that's cool. We've done a thing. Uh, we've killed everything and we win. Hooray! Uh, right. Hit the random button again. And suddenly you're in one of those vampire dungeons and like there's a big fucking swimming pool and it's full of yeah, blood. Yeah, and you're yeah. Yeah. It's like, welcome to Castle Thorn. It's yeah, like, I hope you know advanced mechanics even for what? like, oh, oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> what just happened? Uh, and even on normal, some of those, like Castle Thorn in particular, like, okay, so the, okay, so this is fine. So he's here. That's cool. We're hitting this dude. Okay. Oh, there's uh, some vampire dudes over here. Oh, okay. That, okay, well, the tank is now dead. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, on, uh, somebody... this past Monday, I think I spent like an hour in Castle Thorn watching person after person zone in, realize it was Castle Thorn, and yeah, like... zone right back out. <laughs> yeah. It's Lair that... of Marshalock does that to people, too. Oh, yeah. Um, Lair yeah. of Marshalock. There's, there's a couple that become notorious just because it's like it. Layer Marshalock, it's so long. There's like gated points where you have to do something before you can progress. And people will just log in and they're like, nope, not worth it. I could literally requeue with the penalty faster than we could finish this. So I'm out. <laughs> and it's just like, oof. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So some of them, are, they're very, like, some of them are really long. And some of the mechanics are just like, I've never seen anything like this ever. Like, which is the one that turns you into a little mechanical skeever? Uh, oh, uh, Frost Waltz. Yeah. It's just like, okay. Um, we were quite lucky that when we did Frostbolt the first time, um, we had somebody in my chat room who, uh, who plays ESO. So, um, we got about like, I don't know, like a third of the way in and this guy went, um, look, I don't want a backseat dungeon, but do you need some tips? (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, actually we do. Like, oh, we we all appear to be skeevers now. This is, is this a thing what do we need to do now yeah um it's very con- there are some there's a lot of confusion i find some of the dungeons yeah. very confusing <laughs> but yeah i think the biggest difference is just the amount of content that's available so obviously if you're playing a um any mmo that's gated by level you've got like a small amount of content sitting on the mm. top that like this is your end game content and obviously it promotes you rushing all through the rest of the game to get to the end game uh, which is like it's great that ESO doesn't do that. You can play whatever you like, and that's total. Like, and I do think that's a strength of the game. But it's kind of your greatest strength is also your greatest weakness because it's really confusing <laughs> to work out what you're supposed to be doing. So, yeah, yeah. And like I said, I already touched on what I had the most difficulty with, and that was just the input method I was using. Um, so once I picked up a controller, then like I said, everything clicked, and I was off to the races. Yeah, it makes sense. Also, yeah, also the kind of justice, the stealing side of things. I'd forgotten because I hadn't played because there's no kind of <laughs> there's none of that in WoW. You can't steal anything from anybody else in in World of Warcraft. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can steal things. Um, and frequently you make the oh, yeah, I can steal things revelation by stealing something and mm. immediately getting into lots of trouble and it all going badly wrong. So, I mean, in, you know. in one of the recent patches, they had to remove like an apple basket from one of the Ritz stations because people were constantly stealing it and getting fighting, like getting killed by the guards. 
Because it was right yeah. next to like the rich Because it was thing. right next to the rich Yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds accurate. If I didn't use the, the uh, lazy rich crafter, I'd be among those people. Yeah. <laughs> but that um, thankfully that add-on prevents stealing while you're doing rich, so I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um, accidentally stealing things is... is uh, I slightly wish that when you first come into the game as a new player, it would... Um, it would set it up so that the things that stop, because there are some settings that will make it less likely that you're going to steal things accidentally. Mm -hmm. Yes, the um, prevent, prevent stealing, prevent killing innocents, those should be defaulted to on. Those should on. be defaulted to on, in my opinion, yeah. because they aren't. Um, and like, if you want to do that content, cool. It's there for you. Mm -hmm. um, but probably if you're just loading into ESO for the first time ever, um, that should be something you opt into, not something you opt out of. I yeah, think. ESO definitely has an onboarding problem at this stage because, as you say, yeah, there is a massive amount of mechanics and content that they just don't introduce or can't introduce, yeah. I don't know, at the beginning. Um, they did try to add, like, the chronological order of stories with a different marker or something at some point, the zone, uh, the zone story helpers and yeah. whatnot. But yeah. that... The problem with that is it still requires you to know where to start for that zone yeah. helper to kick in. So when you started, yeah. did you do like the uh, expansion start, like expansion way of starting or did you start from Cold Harbor? Uh, when, when you first create the character, did you do... Oh, it's, there's a little tutorial thing and I, then I went straight to Kanati's Roost. Okay, so you didn't start at Cold Harbor then, like as a as no, a prisoner. No, it, 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 it starts you. It starts you at uh, Balmora Isle or whatever it's called. There you go. And, okay. And then it then it lets you go to uh, one of the three starter zones or one of the expansions. Um, but then after you complete one of the starter zones, that's when you get shot into Cold Harbor when you finally pick up the harborage quests. Right. So how confused oh. were you when? First time Prophet just showed up out of nowhere and was like, Westage, we need your help type thing. So that usually hits, um, I, I initially saw that in uh, Vocal Guard. Mm -hmm. so yeah, like, level five, I think he shows up out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I think like... it was around level five. I didn't do anything with him. <laughs> for a really long time yeah so there's a little like tutorial thing you do a little tutorial thing and at the end of the tutorial they're like okay you're uh what elf or a um khajiit or whatever so probably probably you want to go here <laughs> like mm. this would be your next your next bit but you can go anywhere else you like there's loads of other portals pick you know you can do whatever you want um mm. So I just went through the main AD quest, but yeah, I didn't, um, uh, I didn't, I just ignored, <laughs> I just ignored the prophet. I just flat out didn't pay him any attention because I was like, I don't really understand. Like, I no, I'm following the queen. I, it took me a while to work out that that and the queen were two different things, like sort <laughs> of. Um, and um, so, yeah, I didn't, I had to go back and do all of my vestige stuff at the end mm -hmm. uh, because I did find that a little bit confusing. There was just too many things. There was a real kind of too many things to do problem. And mm -hmm. I do think, I mean, this is a problem that all MMOs have these days, right? Because they've all been going now for 
you know decades um yeah. so i think this is uh this is a real um this is a real issue for everyone and so wow have dealt with that by putting the new starting experience really on rails so you have to do this new one to ten experience and then it spits you out in a particular it spits you out in battle for azeroth which is not the current expansion but the previous one and it sort of guides you through that process that particular thing um I guess, I mean, this is this is the big question, isn't it? If you're making a game like this, how do you have an experience where you don't give people too much choice so they feel like mm-hmm. they're contained or that they they sort of feel safe, they feel like they understand what's going on? <laughs> but also, if they've got friends who already play the game, how do you not make it so that they are gated away from content mm-hmm. that their friends might be doing? Um, because obviously the whole point of an MMO is that you play it with other people. That's the... Yeah. Right, and it's yeah. it's almost like the more successful an MMO is, it seems like, the more complicated that part gets. It's like, oh yeah, yeah we've been successful for eight years. Oh, wow, that's that's this is way more complicated than we were scraping by in year two. And it's like, oh... Yeah. Well, what, yeah, and, oh, and by to, year 15, it's like, what the, What do we even do anymore? <laughs> yeah. and, and to uh, kind of piggyback a little bit off of what Raven was saying, on top of the overwhelming nature of just go anywhere you you do yeah. you do you um you also have events going on so frequently <laughs> oh and yeah. they're a little confusing. more in, they're a little more in your face than in other games so you know you log in the events right there you hit a or you know or acknowledge it on the keyboard it sends you into the crown shop to pick up the starter quest Boom! Off to the races. Um, that that's not how it works in other games. Yeah. So you always have these distractions going on. Um, granted, I, I like the distractions. Double XP events, I'm all for. <laughs> sure. Um, but if you're trying to focus on the story, it can be a little bit of an irritant to to have those quests in your quest log. With and a quest log that holds 25 quests in a game with like 3,000 quests. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, that's that's a problem that, with all that, MMOs, isn't it? That, that's a WoW <laughs> problem. That's a Final Fantasy problem. Um, for some odd reason, I don't know how Lord of the Rings Online has figured out 40 quests, but other MMOs can. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very complicated. That number is much bigger than 25. Yeah. Yeah. I don't hey, understand. Uh, I really uh, don't understand what the reluctance is on that point. Just yeah, let me like, just make a mess mm. of my journal. Like you, you let me make a mess of the story by doing it in any order. Let's yeah. let me make a mess of my journal. <laughs> Look, if I want to go through a zone and pick up all the side quests yeah. and pick up my guild quests, I should be able to do that. Exactly. <laughs> then everyone knows that I acknowledged them and chose not to help them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, guild quests. I found the guilds really confusing. That was another thing I did find. Oh, and crafting. I didn't do any crafting when I was like, I, I, I looked at crafting <laughs> from a distance. <laughs> and when, uh, mm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna worry about that later, which is mm. what I did in Oblivion and also in Skyrim. I didn't do crafting fair. in Skyrim either. But um and so yes, I'm now at CP six hundred. <laughs> I'm now <laughs> like, oh yeah, maybe I should do some crafting. That would be a good thing. <laughs> I got into uh, crafting like five years into my ESO life. Uh, yeah, I just I mean, kept putting legit. it away. So, so you're 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 ahead of the curve here. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> 
Whereas, like I said, I, I did a lot of research before I uh, even really dove in both feet because I knew I was going on Girls Gone Wild. I knew I was talking on it. I wanted to be sure I sounded at least partially knowledgeable. <laughs> so, yeah, I knew, so I knew that the crafting timers were going to keep ramping up and ramp or the uh, research timers yeah. for crafting. were going to keep ramping up and ramping up and ramping up. So I wanted to make sure I was keeping that in mind, trying to get traits researched for when eventually I started crafting my own gear and all that fun stuff. That did become easier over time too, which, you know, we'll, mm. we'll get into uh crown store stuff and whatnot, but like, um, what one of the things is like originally the timers would ramp up and stuff like that and you could put in your points to you know cap it and stuff in the research trees but there were no such things as like the crafting scrolls where it's like mm -hmm. oh knock a day off. that that is not how that used to work it was just like no prep your month after on the last train <laughs> and you, you you wait there and that's just what you do <laughs> like i mean people used to have like excel sheets like spreadsheets with you know the timers the ones they were missing I, the ones they had there's no reason uh, to call me out research like that. <laughs> <laughs> i thought he was calling me out because i have a, i have a google sheet for four different characters right now <laughs> See, for well, my crafting yeah, traits several platforms too which is much more convoluted yes <laughs> the thing is though if you don't do that you end up like me with eight years into game and still not nine out of nine research on everything <laughs> I, I am nine out of nine on like just the ones that i use on my tank that's it the the sword the shield and heavy armor and not I'm shoulder and helmets because i use monster helms so just I'm the pieces almost positive that I need. Guaranir has more researched than you. Almost positive. I am positive Guaranir has everything more than I do. Thanks to you your, and your, your achievement addiction. is really yeah. making his mark on the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't you bring Guaranir to uh, my uh, charity oh, sure. stream? Yeah, sure did. Yeah, no, absolutely. Burnt through all your uh, enlightenment. Yep. Yeah, burnt through all the enlightenment. Yep, absolutely. Oh, I yep, hate yep. You. <laughs> so um touching on the crown store bit um one other thing that i do want to bring up is the optional subscription mm. that is another huge if you're looking to try it you don't have to pay 15 dollars a month like yeah. you would with wow like you do Very with final fantasy of entry. yeah yeah so having having that as an optional thing and frankly bribing you into it with the craft bag yeah that's a good model in my opinion yeah yeah i think it is a good i think it is a good model it is i mean it's kind of difficult to do any crafting if you don't have the craft bag um <laughs> but that is kind of an optional part of the game so if you just like i do think eso is quite a good um mmo to have as like a second mmo if you mm -hmm. like it's it's quite easy to play alongside other mmos because you can leave it and come back to it and it's not like okay well we're all in a completely different piece of content uh eye level has mm -hmm. gone up 100 levels you now need gotcha. to do all of this content to catch up like that doesn't happen um i also like the fact that the level is capped at 50 yeah. and then you get your cp uh that is 
great, uh, like WoW has now been going so long that we got all the way up to level 120 and then they've had to halve it again. So we all went back down to level 50 because oh, it was God. just the numbers were getting really wild. Oh yeah, they- um, And then they that did, was after uh, two item level squishes. Yeah, so they did two item level squishes because the item, so the gear ratings were getting really, really, like they'd got into the thousands and then they literally had to do a level squash. So it was 120, 120 at the end of, uh, uh, I want to say Legion. BFA. Uh, oh, was it BFA? BFA. Um, and then they, 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 remember now. they did then they, the level squish into Shadowlands. Into, yeah, so then they squashed everybody back down to 50. And then we've just leveled back up to 60 again. Um, so if you were playing in BFA, it's or before like legion or something and you come back to wow now it's really confusing because suddenly everybody's like level 60 again and you're like right uh, it's like oh like what? d level <laughs> like <laughs> what is happening what happened yeah that's um, that's bizarre yeah uh because this you know who designed a game to last 20 years nobody designed a game to last 20 years <laughs> right it's, right like quite problematic in a bunch of different ways huh I was about to make a different point, but I actually can't remember what it was. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, since you had mentioned kind of the the sub thing, which for the most part, like, oh, I, yes. I, it's like you know, the running joke is that I'm like one, probably the only person who like kind of makes content around the game that doesn't <laughs> consistently have an ESO sub, and a lot of times, like, some people have been like, you have to have a sub. You've got to just be like full of shit like there's no way you don't play with a sub and then they'll watch me on stream and they're like oh my god you don't have a sub like what is the matter with you and i'm like i told you i don't have a sub like i love these free play weekends they're great like um but that aside because for the most part i do agree i feel like it's a totally worthwhile option and actually why i always say that like i don't usually sub because every now and then i will or more so did in the past before they opened it up so that you could trade crowns freely for gold or whatever mm. um <clears throat> originally that wasn't a thing you couldn't <clears throat> gift stuff so the only way to buy the new expansions were to be subbed um not not the chapters obviously but like the dlcs and stuff like that was to be subbed where you get access to everything or buy them with crowns. Mm. And objectively, there was no reason to not just sub to get the crowns to then use those crowns to buy the chap like the the expansion I needed. So I would sub to get that. And I was like, sweet, I get a free month of not paying attention to my inventory whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then once it once I bought that DLC, I would just like unsub and it was like, okay, whatever. Now I tend to have more gold than I know what to do with. So I'll like just buy crowns off people which is awkward because then i go much longer without being subbed and my inventory like <laughs> is totally a mess sometimes where it's just like there's just so much junk like i've gotten good at organizing it just but it's been seven plus years of organizing it so i'm just kind of used <laughs> to it like at this point um the only thing that i recently sort of had a bit of an issue with as of late was that i was doing a new housing project and i wasn't subbed and i i haven't done a housing project in forever but i was like oh my god i have so many antiquities so much more stuff that i've accumulated i feel like building a new house to upgrade and the fact that you get double the space when you're yeah. subbed became really apparent when i was like what the hell like and then conveniently, they just did that free week of ESO Plus, so I finished the entire project. I was like, well, go, 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 and like, finished the whole thing. But that's the first one where I was like, ew, this is kind of gross. Like, it, it, this didn't feel like a 
well, if you take the time and organize, you can work with it. That was the only one where I was like, well, this is just annoying to be annoying. Like, I didn't like that one personally. Whereas the yeah. rest of the stuff, I agree. It's like, oh, it cuts down in your research time. Well, that's handy. Oh, you don't have to pay attention to your inventory at all. Okay, well, that's super handy. Like, <laughs> it's fine. But, like, you can still play without it. Um, surveys one, it would like, disagree with you, sir. Yeah, oh. yeah. Surveys aren't great. Well, that's why I have a, uh, I keep those chests that you can buy. I put them in my house and I fill them with surveys until an ESO plus event. And then I use the ESO plus event to go through all of the surveys and <laughs> go straight in the craft bag. <laughs> so that's, that's how I manage that. The rest of the time you will never see me do a survey. That, that seems like a good technique. That seems I, like again, a good technique. It's, it's item management around it, which I, I guess originally it's just, I'm cheap, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's almost become like a thing at this point where I'm like, yeah, so there's this one slob who can prove that it actually is like optional <laughs> because like a lot of times on their posts, people will post like, oh, yeah, optional in quotes. And I there have been a couple of them where I was like, nah, it's, it's pretty much optional. And my favorite, I, I forget which one it was, but it was just like, OK, we don't need everybody dunk on this person. But it was like I, I was like, um. My response to it was something along the lines like, well, I mean, it's definitely good to have, but it's absolutely optional. And they said, once you get to end game, tell me how that is. <laughs> and a bunch of people were like, that's a real dumb thing to say to the person who just responded yeah. to you. And everybody like, started wow. I was like, all right, all right, don't pig pile on the person. Do not be, no, don't, yeah. don't be a dick. Like, no. stop it. Okay. It's <laughs> like, let's just say, yes, I have an idea. And I still yeah. stand by my <laughs> statement. Like, it's fine. Like... <laughs> Might you should have, have just some clue. It's like, oh, <laughs> you like, you don't pay attention to any content coming out yeah, of ESO. Like, no, yeah, no. I'm just like, no, no, no. I was like, it's it's fine. Yes, I stand by my statement. It is very <laughs> useful to have, and it is not necessary. You should yeah. have just sent a screenshot of your like, what was that? Fifty thousand achievement or something? My fifty thousand yeah. achievement yeah. point picture. Yeah. <laughs> I am currently at ninety nine point two percent. Specifically, with your most recent trifectas highlighted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was just, but it's like, it, it's just funny because like, again, I get how a lot of people think it is necessary and it's like a lot of people consider it necessary. And I get that because if you hate item management, yeah, that it's, it basically is mandatory. <laughs> like, yeah. but, um, outside the sub idea, how do you feel about the crown store camping from other games with either a mandatory sub or a free to play? I mean, this isn't a free to play game. It's a buy to play game, mm. but like, does it, is it jarring? Is it pretty much on par? Is it super obnoxiously in your face? Like, how does that feel by comparison? Do you ever feel strong-armed into using any of this stuff? Or is it kind of just whatever? Honestly, um, I have done uh, free-to-play. I've done buy-to-play. I've done subscription games. And it's really just on par with other cash shops other than maybe like blizzard being a little less aggressive sure beca because they have multiple income streams coming you know they aren't focused on just this is what this is what's keeping the company alive or anything sure. like that um but like especially in relation to the other buy to play or free to play games it's definitely not overly aggressive um yeah i mean I wouldn't like to see a crown store notification every time I log in, but it's also the sure. same. It's it's also the same screen where they're giving you your daily re login rewards. Yep. So, but I, no, I with, totally with the good comes that, with the bad. 
Ab- absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's not, it's hardly a shining beacon of how to do it, but at the same time, it doesn't come across as like, oh, this is just yeah. completely obnoxious, more no. so than any other games in the modern era, I guess. No, I mean they've got to make their money somewhere, right? I, I don't think it's um, I don't think it's obnoxious at all. It's always like the stuff in the crown store is like the sorts of things that you want to be in the store. Like they're mostly not kind of gameplay items. They're mostly pets or mounts or like yep. emotes or like houses or you know all of that kind of stuff i like the idea of having um i like that some things are available both for crowns and also for in-game gold so you've mm-hmm. got kind yeah, of yeah, both I, options I available always to like you. when that's an option yep um i also i i think the addition of the crates is quite useful in terms of it's really easy for them to do twitch drops because they've yep. got an easy item that it doesn't need to be like a big deal. We're just going to turn drops on and everybody can get a couple of crates. Cool. Mm-hmm. And maybe you win something cool. Mostly you get some more poisons. That's cool. That's sure. fine. It's like a nice thing to do. Like, I, I think it's yeah, quite. M- m- yeah, most of the time it's, it's you know, oh, look, more gems. Yeah, more gems <laughs> that I will use to eventually buy something I actually want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I think it's fine. I mean, I did find the various different... Like, there's quite a lot of different currencies. This is an MMO problem. This is not sure. an ESO problem. But it's yep. like, okay, crowns. I've got crowns. That's cool. I do have ESO Plus because I hate inventory management. That's cool. That's my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cool. Crowns. They sit over there. Gems. Okay, so the gems are a different thing. They're not crowns, but they're sort of related. Okay, great. Seals of what? What are these seals yeah. of endeavor? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forget about those most of the time until it's like, oh, you completed an endeavor for killing two things. You're like, it's oh, like, oh yeah, if you say shit. so. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that, that's pretty much where I'm at. Like, if I if I hit a weekly endeavor, I hit it. If I hit a daily endeavor, I hit it. I'm not even bothering looking at what the in- daily endeavors are unless I happen to see ben- benevolent Bodhi's posts. <laughs> Explaining the quickest, <laughs> most efficient way to get through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I am sometimes a bit like, oh, so this is another currency that does another thing that seems to be like these other two things but it's slightly different okay that's great yeah. that's fine um sure and then I mean, you, you know you know in game you've got gold and telvar and alliance points and stuff like that and it's yeah. like oh, all right when you look at it in the grand scheme of things yeah it's kind of like oh it's a lot of a lot of currencies yeah it's a lot of currencies but uh, i mean uh yeah world of warcraft it definitely it's, has that yeah it's got it's got nothing on wow it's got ah. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i will say oh, that final God. fantasy does well is as they move through expansions they typically everything from older content all of a sudden becomes the same currency so like you you have your you have your guild their equivalent of gold but then as you're doing other end game stuff or whatever you want to call it um the most recent uh what are they called um I, I, the older ones are called poetics. Uh, I forget what the actual term is, but like as they phase out old currency, okay, everything becomes poetic. Oh, so okay. like okay. Every, everything from patch 2.0 to like patch 6.0 or whatever, it's all the same thing. So okay, all right. That, I, I follow that, what you're saying. Name aside yeah. that you can't think. Yeah. It's like that's. Okay, I know what you're saying. It's just like a way to keep it condensed so that it's not like, oh, by the way, we're in year five. Here are your 213 different types of currency that all 
relate to sort of different things type of deal. It's like, all right, we'll just nudge it back toward a middle section at least. Yeah. And I guess at least for ESO, it's not like every, it's not like High Isle has its own currency that's only for things that you do in High Isle. At least it's kind of, they're they're relatively, um, the same things generate the same type of currency across the whole game. Which is, yeah, right. I mean, how how many new currencies did Shadowlands alone introduce into WoW? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that's not a thing because that that would get very tedious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know from um, Destiny that is, it's Destiny is the same. There is a billion yeah. different currencies in there too and yeah, it's just currently nightmare. doing an overhaul with some of the currencies to delete some of the area currencies i guess mm-hmm. like the materials and i'm like cool i'm not going to remember any of that so i hope the game reminds me because otherwise it's just going to sit in a garbage pail like i can't be bothered yeah. um all right so that's 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 interesting so i guess before we totally move on past that idea um the there's kind of the idea that, like, there, there's a lot of debate on what <laughs> you can earn slash what you need to buy when it comes to, like, reward structures and stuff like that in ESO. And a lot of, like, nobody really ever says, like, having cosmetics is a bad thing, like, in the store. Like, by default, the cosmetic way to do the crown store is ideal as opposed to like, hey, let's put in a bunch of gear and people can just buy their way to the top level type of thing. Nobody ever really likes Mm -hmm. that. That's not really the go-to. But one of the things that ESO oftentimes gets criticized, and we kind of went on a diatribe about it when uh, Nephis and Skinny Cheeks run Mm -hmm. the episode, where it's like, oftentimes, there's not a lot to earn necessarily in-game in terms of like your showing off stuff. It's almost always directed toward the crown store there is some but by comparison it's i forget what it was he i recently was looking up a thing and it's like 20 to 1 actually is what it looks like uh, comparison wise like you'll get one thing available and like 20 things will actually go into the crown store is that anything like is that a common practice outside as well does that actually like bother you that much do you care like People play for different reasons. I always joke that, like, I just like to see my achievement pointer counter go up. Whereas people are like, oh, yeah, why are you wearing that skin? I was like, but I didn't even know I got it. They're like, what? They were like, I've been trying to get that for so long. I was like, yeah, don't care. You can have mine. I, I, I don't, I whatever. I would definitely say that they can definitely do more things like mounts or, uh, sk- you know, skins. Mounts are very, very scarce in ESO, yeah, that you, yes. that you can earn in-game. Yeah, so, like, I, I've definitely taken a look at that, and that is definitely something that you can start putting in into more content Mm -hmm. like um in in wow there's seasonal mounts there's mounts for doing certain achievements uh Mm -hmm. there's meta achievement mounts there's all sorts of stuff to reward you for going into dungeons going into raids okay In, in eso it's just occasionally there might be a title a skin um yeah and Mm -hmm. in one or two instances a mount it's sure and I mean, it, one thing that is kind of weird, which is it's like you can get so many titles. And actually, one of the jokes was like one of the streams, somebody asked, like, oh, how many titles do I have? And I scrolled down and it's just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> I think it was 147 or something like uh-huh. that. Wow. And, 
and and you can use one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like it's hyper irrelevant for me to be earning any of the other ones. So it's yeah. like, well, yeah, you'll never see them anyways. Like whatever. I mean, but I again, guess that, that that's an MMO problem, not yeah, a okay. ESO that's problem. That's not an ESO specific <laughs> problem so much as I. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess. I guess the mount thing in WoW has gone a little bit too far the other way. Um, so it used That's to be fair. back in <laughs> back in Wrath of the Lich King and kind of Cataclysm, which is quite a long time ago now. Um, it was possible to kind of get all of the mounts in game. There were like two hundred of them, which was kind of like a, an achievable number of mounts to go and collect. And some of them were super hard to get. Mm-hmm. So uh, the big boss at the end of the Wrath, Wrath of the Lich King um, is the Lich King, and he yes. has a <laughs> pony that is dead. It's called Invincible. There's a very heartbreaking story uh, about before he became the the Lich King. His okay. horse died. His horse fell over a thing and broke its leg, and he had to kill it. And it was very sad because it was his oh, wow. special okay. horse. All right, that's, it's all yeah, quite. That's, it's, that's it's dark AF. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite dark. Uh, yeah, so he resurrected... never-ending stories type of thing in the swamps yeah. here. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty dark. Um, so he resurrected his horse and took it with him when he died. Well, when he got turned into the Lich King. So his horse is called Invincible, and um, it's very difficult to get. It only drops. It's like a naught point naught 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 one percent drop chance, something Woof. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and this, I'm I yeah. somehow got it on a charity stream earlier this year. <laughs> Amazing! Of course you did. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> those usually go. It's yeah. least expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a few mounts that are like that kind of rare. There's another one. There's a, another kind of pink, uh, yellow phoenix thing called the Ashes of Allah, um, which is from the Burning Crusade, which is also a notable, very difficult to get um, 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 mount. Um, Do you have, tell me you don't have the Ashes too? I got that one in less than ten runs. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so We're now we know. We're watching the actual okay. breakdown of okay. Temp Divine when Raven <laughs> like, <laughs> So we're not, not speaking. Um, no, I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm actually not a serious, serious mount collector, fortunately. Dear me. Um, I do have a super rare thing called the Time Loss Proto Drake, uh, which I literally, I wasn't trying to get. I just, I flew into the zone where it was and I like literally smacked straight into it and was like, it oh. seems like and the less that, you one, <laughs> that one, there's like people who have spreadsheets of spawn yeah. timers because yeah. it shares a spawn with a different uh yeah with, with a, a different, different mob yeah so okay it's like yeah. one in a hundred to a thousand somewhere yeah. in that range that yeah. when it spawns it will actually be the time loss po- proto drake yeah and so i literally I, like i flew into it i smacked into it was like oh shit it's time loss proto drake and then like <laughs> oh hello so I, yeah Yoink. so i landed it i landed it i killed it i was like shit i got the pro- time loss proto drake this is a my oh god ej's gonna kill me <laughs> And um, she's never got it, and we don't talk about. I'm not allowed to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but she the got invincible twice. Yeah, <laughs> she has got invincible twice. But yeah, so those kinds of things are kind of cool to work on, and I do think there's a nice kind of space with like a couple of hundred of mounts is quite nice. There are now uh, six, Over six hundred. S- Seven hundred, six hundred, good and there God, six hundred plus, six hundred plus attainable. Because I know our friend Manny has like six hundred fifty-four. Yeah, so there are six hundred plus attainable mounts in game. There are over a thousand pets 
Well, like, um, with, with, dra- with Dragonflight, it's definitely going to be at 2,000 because there will be achievements for up to 2,000 at this point. 2,000. Yeah. 2,000. So, and once it gets to that level, they're, yeah, that's like, yeah. they're they're so common, they're almost like throwaway where you can't keep track right. of it anymore. When yeah. you've outpaced the basis of what they were, because originally the running joke was the, the battle pets were Pokemon and WoW. <laughs> and at this point, they have twice as many of those as there are Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. that, that's an yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah that that sounds a bit overwhelming. That's a yeah, that's pretty yeah. extreme. I mean, it, it just means there's. It, I, I mean, it completely killed my uh, love of collecting pets. I, I could see that because it becomes it's like too insurmountable many. at that point. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, if this just isn't like my everywhere. full-time job, I, this isn't happening yeah. anymore. Yeah, exactly. And there's no yes, point. Rob, with... There's just yeah. no point in having 2,000. Like, <laughs> even though, so I've got an add-on that basically means every time I log into game, it pops a random like pet open so every time i zone in somewhere it pops a new pet out but there's just there's no point in having two thousand yeah there's just yeah um so yeah i think probably there's a balance between <laughs> eso having eso like, and you know, wow 40, and, um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and having two thousand over here somewhere i think yeah that, that's fair well it, it is funny because like i'm trying to think like so i if i'm not mistaken there is the basic horse that you can buy from the stable and mm-hmm. that they now give you. You used to have to buy it. Now you can just... Um, I yeah, they give a, it to you at level 10 now, so... Yeah, yeah. yeah, so there's that one. There's the God Slayer mount. There is the uh, Planesbreaker mount. There is the new Swashbuckler Supreme mount. And there is the um, Antiquities mount. And I believe that's... That's what you can earn in game. Okay, I mean so there was also a you could you could have a little like bit more than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That so it's like it's yeah, so in between. So you know maybe start adding them to dungeon trifectas. I mm. that is something that uh, Deltia I know has brought up or have a to to your point of the the really rare zero 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 point one yeah. thing. Mm. Have that be like oh. This could drop from a dark anchor. Yeah. One every one million dark anchors. Yeah. You would just see people sending every day drug back to oblivion all the time. <laughs> no breaks. The Alakir Desert would burn to the ground because that's all anybody would ever do. I, yeah. I mean, to be fair, that's all that's all they do there anyway. That's so. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. true. It used to be very, very lush and now it's a desert. <laughs> I mean, there is a balance to be had between putting those kinds of very desirable drops on very difficult achievements Um, because i know there is a lot of criticism sometimes in wow that um there are mythic um so what tends to happen for raid uh mounts is that it'll be there'll be a mount that goes with maybe it's ahead of the curve which is killing the raid content when it's at level when it's current on heroic okay Um, which is reason, which is kind of probably like maybe five percent of the player base do that. It's like quite a difficult thing. But then mm-hmm. once the season ends and that content is no longer the top tier content, that goes down to be a one in a hundred mount chance drop. No, no, no. no okay. the, the the actual like raid drop mounts; those are the ones that uh, drop to that low percentage. The 
achievement ones, those oh, yeah, just disappear. Ones, those disappear. So some of, the, some of the achievement ones, they get you get a very desirable amount that then you can only get for doing a difficult thing and people get upset about it. I so. like yeah. that, though. Like, I mean, so... For example, I would probably never do a trial. No, well, I mean, I will probably never do trial trifectas. But... I would love there to be mounts, hats, whatever, that you can only get through trial Mounts and hats. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because then <laughs> I would have a reason to actually work for it. Horse armor! At that the end. So Horse armor. Oh, it went over so well the first time. <laughs> um, so the only thing, and it's, it's something that I actually um, have, have a pretty big issue with destiny 2 uh because to the surprise of nobody uh i'm i'm like a pretty big achievement hunter i like just collecting challenges to do i don't like the removal of the ability to do stuff oh yeah um, that really annoys me and i know it's supposed to be this fomo idea it's like well you got to get in it no that makes me not want to play at all because that's annoying or hmm. In the case of Destiny 2, for example, I came back to Destiny 2, and there are just straight-up things that are no longer in the game. Yeah, entire and expansions like, are just not yeah, there anymore. and I'm like, <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, they just took out expansions, which you oh. could have paid for, you just don't have it anymore. Oh. Which I think is the worst business model I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that does suck. <laughs> that just... That just seems like a convoluted way of saying we robbed you. Um, you gave us money. You can't use this anymore. <laughs> so we're keeping your money. It's like, okay, that's yeah. theft. But all right, sure. We'll, we'll just, that's I mean, fine. It's a very slow burn theft. It is. It's a real slow play. It's like somebody gently reaching into your yeah. pocket and like slowly and taking this it is out why we read the, the year. And this is why we read the EULAs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so, and that, that's the thing is like, I, at least for me, in terms of stuff like that, I love the idea of giving incentives to do stuff. I, it's like, oh, if you can do this ahead of the curve thing, you get this. Okay, well, now that it's easier, there's a chance to get it. That, yeah. to me, is a really cool concept. I actually didn't know about that. As a, that's pretty neat. I, I like that idea. The concern with stuff of like, well, you didn't do this in this period of time. Okay, what if I was busy for whatever yeah. reason? Mm -hmm. So, like, it becomes less of the game being a potential hobby that you can be good at and do, and it starts becoming of design your life around when we make mm -hmm. these things available, and that, to me, is the quickest way that I can think of to make me not be interested <laughs> in something. Yeah, but ESO wouldn't really run into that problem Pretty much for the reason that both Shanti and Raven mentioned early on is that you can take a break and come back because there's no curve because everything is scaled yeah. anyway. Exactly. So Which is yeah. a dungeon I, like, or yeah, a dungeon or trial yeah. doesn't fall off its difficulty yeah, because everyone like leveled up further. Right. Thing, Which is so. again probably a selling point. So it's like I I like the idea of like oh maybe you get this thing in the first year guarantee if you beat this like say you get this. I don't know. You get this. Tri it's weird because trifectas I I know are kind of specific to like ESO is like, well, you're doing it fast. You're doing the hard mode. And you're doing nobody dying, and it's a little <laughs> specific where that doesn't really fit to a lot of other types of games, specifically with some of the speed stuff and all that. But like, things can steadily become easier over time. It mm. as power creep has gone up, 
it is objectively easier to do old stuff. Mm -hmm. They've also nerfed some of the, some things or whatever, but it's like for the longest time, the joke was like white gold tower was like a nightmare factory. Like Mm -hmm. in, in in terms of dungeons, you just didn't like, you needed teams to go in there and be the inhibitor pinion would just like lay waste to like the tank and stuff like that. And most recently, like we were carrying on, it's not like anything unique to me, we're carrying on a conversation. We didn't even have a tank in the group. We were doing it on vet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just pulling the pinion as my DPS. And I'm just like, man, eh, whatever. I can just use jabs and I have enough healing to just go through this. And it's like, that would just liquefy you as a tank prior to. And it's like, now I don't even need to be on the right class and I'll just do this. Like, whatever. It's fine. So, like, it has gotten easier, but not in a degree that it's like, okay. I have this many power levels over this, so I just walk in and literally nothing hurts me. It's just like, well, no, I've played long enough. Yes, it has been toned down. Yes, power creep has gone up. But it's like, if you go in there and you still don't know what you're doing, it's not, it's easier. Yeah. But it's not Mm -hmm. necessarily just like, oh, I can be completely clueless, but because I'm just scaled so much higher, I'm just not even going to do anything and it doesn't hurt me. You build into it type of thing and the power creep kind of helps. So like, it's, it's, it is a bit of a unique situation to be in, uh, but it's interesting to hear the different ways that other games actually kind of address that stuff. I don't know. I just want to show off more than one thing that I suffered for. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I want to but... show off Stoneguard on hard mode, Moongrave hard mode, and Layer of Martial Oak hard mode at the same time. So I would yeah. love it if one of them gave me a hat, one of them gave me a title, one of them gave me a chest, so I could just look like a clown, but at least show all three at the same time. <laughs> same with all the dungeons that I did. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's just it. It's like, because as is, a lot of them, you'll do something and it's an overlapping reward, cosmetic whatever, mm. with something else you're proud of. Like, yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I can show one or the other. That's why a lot of times, like, I'll use, I'll use whatever title it is like that I have just relevant to like if I'm joining a group and it's like, oh, it's time to do VCR. Like we're going to go into cloud rest. I'll put I'll put on Griffin Heart just so people don't ask me questions. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't even care that much about it. It's just like, yeah, no. Do, it's do like, you know the ta- Oh, you do know the tactics. Yeah. Okay. yeah well, <laughs> so it's just like it's basically just a way to streamline the conversation more than mm-hmm. like, oh, I really love this title. It's like it's it's cool. Like I, the title's neat. Like. But it's like, okay, I'm going to put that on just so we don't need to go to step one for me to start with. That's the reasoning to it. It's like, oh, let's go into this dungeon. Okay, here's this title. Okay, perfect. You know what you're doing. Like, stuff like that. Yeah, like, the one title that is driving me to want to do Endgame is that Swashbuckler Supreme. And given my (laughs) online handle, I think you can figure out why. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, that's why. And he's in chat. Um, so he'll in, enjoy the fact that he gets to occasionally lord achievements over me, um, is Matty gone. And he does have an achievement that I still don't have. Uh, my team didn't end up uh, staying organized and all of that stuff. I, one day when I go back to progging, I'll go for it again. But the the only title I don't have in the game that I want is God Slayer. Um, and Maddie managed to get it, so I, he <laughs> likes to just be like, "Oh yeah, he's like like my God Slayer title." I was like, "I don't like you, Maddie. You're not a good person, Maddie. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you're like, you're lucky you're so fun to hang out with because uh, it's it's not nice. It's not nice having that title that I don't, and you have an achievement I don't. It's very very bitter about it. <laughs> yeah, but, 
I mean, like that's you know, grapes, that's, they're not sour at all. No, yeah. no, I'm very not sour. Uh, <laughs> I guess um, one of the nice things that WoW usually does is that titles or achievements that are only achievable in a specific time are usually actually feats of strength. So they're usually kept. So you've got like these are your achievements that are all still attainable. Some of them are very difficult, but they're all still sort of attainable. Yep. And then you've got like a separate section for like, these are your feats of strength, which are for doing this content at the cutting yep. edge when it was when it was the hardest content in game, which is, you know, which is quite nice. Right, right. Um, all right. So I, uh, we kind of dabbled on this a bit, especially because you had mentioned uh, kind of researching before you started. Um, how do you feel ESO does actually teaching you stuff? We had talked about the, like, the tutorial, stuff like that, but overall, there's, like, a zillion different things. Does the game show you, like, anything? I mean, the tutorial aside, do you learn stuff from the game, or do you literally need outside resources for this stuff? You definitely need outside resources. Um, <laughs> yeah. there, 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 there's no way around that. Um, yeah. Like when they're when they're teaching you to heavy attack, they're not teaching you that it you know regenerates your uh, resources. I, when, I remember Raven had when, mentioned that on your most recent podcast. <laughs> you're like, wait, if I heavy attack with this rest of stuff, I get Magicka back? Yeah. Like, oh, that was even more embarrassing because that was somebody in the stream who was like, hey, do you, uh, are you interested in a little tip? And I'm like, yeah, we're always in, like, yeah, yeah, like always interested in tips. They're like, did you know that if you, um, yeah, if you heavy attack, you get some magic back. So I was like, oh, and I'm really? sorry, I I'm sorry, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, I mean, I, I again, this is not a unique to ESO problem. Um, the tutorial, I think, the tutorial, uh, not just the tutorial, but the kind of in-game help things um, are quite good. Although they frequently pop up when I'm like, what? No, I can't get that you put a thing in what the way of something i'm trying to do and i can't mm. read um stop it um but yeah the, the in-game tutorials are more of a i i need you to bugger off right now yeah and you're being helpful <laughs> yeah although then frequently i'm like oh which button did it which button did it say to press uh i now don't know which button to press to get the thing so yeah i do think um i do think it's hard to learn how to play any mmo to be honest and i i don't think I don't think that's just an ESO problem. I think uh, I this yeah, is just it's a, like, definitely there's so not. many and features and in, and an, and the, in an MMO. And the other thing that I was going to bring up that the game definitely should teach you that it doesn't is that one hand and shield is tanking. Um, because, you know, on, on my first PlayStation character, I got up to like level 18, queued into dungeons thinking I was a DPS with a one hand and shield. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that'll. So that, that's, that's something that the game definitely should teach you that it really does not. I mean, they they do always say like play how you want, however you want, kind of thing. But when you get into anything but story content, that doesn't really, um, that doesn't always work out. Like if you if you try to DPS with as you said sword and shield. You could do that throughout the story, but in a dungeon, you'll just suffer heavily. Yeah, so, yeah, right. so 
they should, I feel like, separate some of the stuff at least. Like, this does deal more damage, and this really does not deal damage at all. Um, but, I mean, you can do it, but should you? Right. <laughs> you're, you're intentionally making it harder on yourself, which I guess kind of like, as, as an aside to this one, um, as you've started the game, been going through stories, you've done some dungeons and stuff like that, uh, I, I know you do you have much uh have you have you tried trials yet specifically? I don't remember. No. I um, I have done one with uh with Ninetale lowest, Fox. Yeah, okay. Okay. And uh, uh, some of our group have been doing some stuff with the um with, with the, lore the lore seekers. seekers. Yep. So but, no. Okay. We have we have aspirations in that direction. Get, okay, so that's that's good because that's how do you feel the difficulty is in Elder Scrolls Online because this is a huge contentious thing um, amongst a lot of people is the difficulty of the different types of content. And one thing that I constantly need to remind myself of that it's like, you don't just magically know how to do a lot of this stuff. So like, how does the difficulty feel? Hmm, interesting. Um, so I think when we first started going into dungeons, just into normal dungeons, like they mostly felt quite straightforward. Yep. <clears throat> I mean, apart from that, using the random dungeon finder, suddenly finding yourself in Castle Thorn. Uh, yeah, jumping ahead dungeons mm -hmm. isn't going to be helpful. <laughs> uh, eventually we worked out that different dungeons had different levels. That is not clear. Mm. That is not clear. Yeah. And actually... The list yeah. that the dungeons yeah, turn up Yeah, unless you're really paying attention to every single thing that it tells you each time you level up, you're not going to know, oh, this dungeon unlocked at 10, this dungeon unlocked at 45. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you get, yeah, you get to, you get to 50 and CP, I don't know, like 50, 100, whatever. Like that list of dungeons in the like dungeon finder is entirely random. Like it's, yeah. I thought, yes. I thought for a while it was in a kind of like uh, order that they were released and like maybe the base games ones were at the top, but they're not. No. It's not in alphabetical mm. order. Yep. It's not, it's just like not in an order. Like, <laughs> correct. Just pick an order, guys. Like, it just work with it. Like, yeah. any <laughs> order, just pick an order. Like, this is just, is this literally the order that somebody wrote them into the UI? Are they hard-coded? <laughs> like, what, like, what happened here? And sure. What, could you undo that? Because that's really confusing. But basically, like, we found the base game normal dungeons, like, okay. And they were sure. okay in a set. Like, we had no idea what we were doing. We were literally like, okay, we've got to. And I think we were probably <clears throat> not at 50 when we first started going in there. We were probably in a, like, a hodgepodge of different, like, um levels um yep. but we found that like we could figure them out we did okay um mm -hmm. somebody was doing some tanking tanking is very different in eso from how it is in wow so that was an exciting uh exciting roller coaster it's very unique <laughs> in eso the way tanking yeah. works <laughs> well of course in tanking in wow you can get a really firm aggro lock yeah, like mm. a really firm aggro lock. So it's very unusual for somebody to rip aggro off the tank in current. Wow, that wasn't always true. But at the moment, you can get a very firm aggro lock. The tank always has, unless there's a mechanic of something going on, the tank always has control over where the boss is and usually over which direction it's facing. Mm -hmm. 
this is not true in ESO, <laughs> and um, is was alarming. That was pretty like, okay, why is the boss on my like, why is the boss on my head? The tank's like, don't know. Uh, like, uh, let me see if I can. Yeah. So we had to learn about diminishing returns. We had to learn about all of those. That was quite. That was quite exciting. Um, and we worked through the dungeons. Um, we we eventually worked it out. And we worked through all of the dungeons and they kind of, they felt okay on normal. It took us a while before we started doing vet dungeons and we can't clear everything on vet. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. We can get, we can get to that sort of, um, way rest is to city of ash to that area. sort of yeah. area. Sure. So yep. we're not into DLC territory yet. Although periodically, sometimes you just walk into something and you're like, Okay, uh, now we pull the bus. We are all dead. Okay, yep. Does anybody, did anybody <laughs> did anybody identify what happened? Yeah, do you know seconds? why we're dead? <laughs> uh, um, or do we need to actually look at the instructions? But they, they didn't, I mean, they, I mean, it's difficult to, it's so difficult to compare it in terms of like objective difficulty to is this easier or difficult, more difficult than WoW. So the so- dungeon content that I do in World of Warcraft is very high level. I do Mythic Plus um, mm-hmm. uh, at, um, I mean, we're currently we're currently trying to get uh, Keystone Master completed before the end of the season. So we're currently doing uh, 15, 16 keys um, on the highest level of dungeon difficulty. Okay. Um, but that's been, like, we only have eight dungeons. <laughs> you just keep doing them. Mm-hmm. And every time over you put over, a key yeah. Every time you put a key in, they get harder, basically. So okay. we're up to sort of a 16 key. So it's a small number of dungeons, and we've learned to do them really well. Whereas with ESO, we've got 49 dungeons. Boy, yeah, some yeah. <laughs> nonsensical amount. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the uh, some of the like tactics are just bizarre to like they're just sometimes it's just chaos like what's the, yeah. was one of the new ones where you like walked in and it was like oh it's doing okay it's okay oh he's turned into a bear that's exciting okay the bear is vomiting uh, that like, is grave and deep i believe okay no grave and oh, deep yeah grave and deep is the one which is with just, the bubbles with the oh, bubbles with and the, the spirits yeah, yeah and the spirits and the like what the fuck was happening like yeah and the one mechanic that I, for some reason, can't seem to process. So I'm like, I just yes. want to tank this place because I can't tell if my soul is sundered and it drives me up a wall. Yeah. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So, it's so di- I think it's really difficult to judge because the mechanics are so different and they involve right. quite a lot more movement. Like it's it's a completely different combat style. But it's, it feels like you're progressing as you're going yeah. through harder stuff. Like you. Yeah. Okay. So then compare that to the biggest thing that's always interesting. Um, questing in Overworld. How do, do, do you have any threat? Do you just breeze through mm. stuff? You're, yeah, do you pretty just much. have oh, pretty, any pretty concerns much. about overexerting where you are in the overworld? Or are you just a walking god? Oh, um, I'm pretty, for, pretty easy. For me, it's... Uh, for me, it's if I fall, manage to find something to fall off of more than the oh, yeah. uh, actual yeah. mobs. Gravity uh, always <laughs> the biggest enemy in Tamriel. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I'm getting to where I can, you know, pretty easily uh, solo public dungeon group events from base mm-hmm. game. Yep. Definitely not, definitely not DLC ones, but definitely base game ones. But okay. So like that, that's where I'm at in terms of like overworld. Uh, yep. I've, tr- I've walked into world boss areas a couple times accidentally mm-hmm. those still hurt yeah yeah 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely most questing is fine. I did most of my questing in High Isle in heel spec, just with Ember tagging sure. along behind, complaining yep. about stuff. Um, <laughs> so don't go uh, fishing with Amber. She gets very don't mad. go uh, fishing with Ember. <laughs> like, I, I mean, Ember, Ember's complaints are minimal compared to Bastion, though. So yeah, well, that, that's Bastion why Bastion doesn't is like bashed. anything. I was going to say to. Uh, to Doc uh, and everybody else who's a fan of Bastion, Bastion belongs in one place, and that is a dungeon. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> out yeah, of no, sight, I mean, out of mind, because he doesn't like cheese. I, yeah, I mean, Ember's, Ember's fine. So, I mean, in terms of most of the questing, it's not a problem. Yeah, world bosses can't get a world boss down on my own, but mm-hmm. that's fine. But like um, the big bad in stories, do you actually, do they at least get to finish their dialogue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm quite often in heel spec, so yes, they usually okay. do. All right, that's good. Um, <laughs> uh, You'd be surprised I, after a while. I've accidentally skipped dialogue I, on a tank. And it's I'm like, polite. I, I let them talk until I feel like they've said their piece, and finished. then I'll start attacking. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, somebody in the chat room keeps Bastion in a cage over a fire. Yep, Joey Chaos, <laughs> okay. he's going to say, from Lost and Nern. I that's, approve. I'll allow it. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> Allow that's, it. That's harsh. I feel <laughs> <laughs> acceptably I, I, harsh. <laughs> okay. I, I like Rob's friend who specifically made him his tank so he could get beat up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of Bastion. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Poor Bastion. Everybody's dunking poor on Bastion. Bastion. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No. I think. Um. And I didn't ever. I actually, even whilst I was leveling up, I always felt like the questing. Even when I had no idea what I was doing, I was wearing inappropriate weapons. I was wearing the wrong armor. Like I didn't have a, like I wasn't, you know, my skill points were all over the place. Because this, again, so much choice. Mm-hmm. What do you do with the choice? Like skill points. I don't know. Yeah. Like that <laughs> was very overwhelming at the beginning. The kind of everyone can sort of do a bit of everything um, which is, I mean, this is always a problem in Elder Scrolls games. Always a problem yeah. in Elder Scrolls games. You can literally games. do whatever you want, which is Opening up great skill- and also traumatizing. <laughs> Opening up that skill tree in Skyrim for the first time, I was like, holy fuck. What am yeah, I Yeah, there's so <laughs> many <laughs> things. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. So yeah, I always felt like the, um, even when leveling, it was like I could get stuff down. I could kill stuff. I didn't yep. get killed very often by rogue bears or yep. whatever. I, I thought it was okay. Yep. Um, all right. That's that's interesting because that's been like a, a kind of a long-standing thing where people have said they want overall to be harder. Or they want bosses to be more difficult for stories. They want stuff like that. And and again, it's it's been something I've long been curious on because I would be totally fine with that. One, yes, I'm sort of a masochist when it comes to video game stuff. Where I'm like, yeah, that's fun. I'll just die a hundred times to the same damn yeah, thing. Yeah, you, you play the classic Elder Scrolls for. <laughs> fun yeah right so like i i and i'm always like you know an arc's the same way you're just like oh yeah i just i pug the newest vet dungeon mm-hmm. on day one where nobody knows the mechanics and i spend seven hours in there it's like most people are not going to want to necessarily do that <laughs> um but yeah. it, again it's been like a long-standing thing and there was some there's been some stuff where originally um with the vet ranks thing overworld was much much harder where Mm. it was like Mm -hmm. pretty restrictive actually it's like oh you're you know you're in a vet rank six zone it's like well even if you're vet rank five or six 
you also better be geared or you're going to get stomped. Mm-hmm. And like that seemed like a bit of a turnoff. Not everybody's going to want that. Um, so I was just curious on something that I literally have no concept of anymore. So I was like, <laughs> a lot of times everybody voices their opinions on this, but the people voicing their opinions, myself included, have been here for so long. It's We're so far removed from the first time you go through a zone for a story. Um, yeah. And sometimes it it's jarring when I've had people ask me, they're like, oh, can you give me a hand with this? And I'm like, sure, thinking it's a world boss or something. And it's just like, oh yeah, no, I'm doing this quest thing. And like, I, this this is like, this arena is filling up with like all this explosion stuff. And uh, like, how do I do? I'm like, oh, wow. Um, okay, do you want me to show you like how to do it? And they're like, why? What's your approach? I was like this. And I hit it with an ultimate and it dies. And they're like, oh, well, that was anticlimactic. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was, huh. I was I mean, like, very different worlds where it's like, I don't feel that I'm, necessarily the person who should be the standard and you can be a lot heavier of a hitter because dps isn't even my main spec yeah so it's Mm -hmm. like you can be way more damaging than i am and it's just like i'm not really sure i'm the gauge or not but i'm just curious i mean i guess it depends how you want to play the game and i think you've got to remember that for all of the people out there who are doing dungeons and who are doing the trifactors and are doing trials and are doing all this stuff there's also a lot of people who only play mmos to quest yes and that's all they do in fact i would say the majority yeah exactly the majority of those players they probably they don't like doing group content it's i um it always makes me laugh but there are so many people in our WoW community who actually don't like doing group content. I run a lot of WoW group content for people because they don't like doing group content like with strangers. They want to make sure they're doing it with in a supportive environment and in yep. people, you know, with people that they know are going to be okay. Um, and so if you don't want to do any of that stuff, then I kind of feel like the the questing experience needs to be accessible to a wide range of people and it needs to be accessible to people whose fantasy is they hold a sword and they hold a shield even though they're dpsing and right. that that's okay um, it might not be the smoothest but you yeah, can technically you still can get do it. it but you can get it down and you can make progress and you can go through the story that you want to do I think it's I I'm I'm very happy to have open world stuff be relatively straightforward and easy. Yep. Um, except when you walk into a world boss or a dragon. I'm in elsewhere at the moment. Um, sure. Or but then for the you know for, I know that my difficult stuff is going to be in the vet dungeons or in the other kind of group content environment. That's all right. Perfect. Anything else you need to add, Shanty, or whatever? Because No, Raven hit that on the head. Yeah, because that's kind of... It's it's weird because a lot of times I need to kind of explain what I think might be the situation, and I've long kind of thought that I'm like, I don't know. I feel like that's what I would give my best guess as to coming to it. But I wasn't entirely sure that wasn't me like, oh, well, you're just projecting this onto this group. So you think this is the case where it's like, all right, that's that's good to hear that that which is probably why that's sort of the case as much as longtime vets are kind of like, yeah, this is too easy. Like, so there's been questions of like, should there be a toggle or some way to make it harder if you want? And a lot of the stuff, it's just kind of self-imposed if you want to challenge like, okay, don't use any champion points or stuff like that, which I feel is 
sort of kind of what you have to do to not exclude that other group who likes it as it is. Yeah. Um, so that's all right. Perfect. Uh, great. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I've been curious on just because I, I, pretty sure i know what the answer is because you've kind of mentioned it uh on your podcast but uh we go on and on about like a lot of the great experiences we've had throughout everything you are new to the community but not so new you haven't been here for a little while at this point is the elder scrolls community compared to your other ones as supposedly welcoming and all this stuff as we constantly hear that it is or is that totally blown out of proportion and we just like to pat ourselves on the back (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so in every community there's always going to be the good with the bad um let's let's be honest about that at the forefront absolutely however from my experience the percentage of the bad is quite a bit lower than i've seen in several other games honestly uh mm-hmm. not that not just a wow thing yeah. um because you start looking into certain areas of things that might interest you in final fantasy 14 and then you start getting the elitist takes there you start looking at things that might interest you in guild wars 2 elitist takes there and don't even talk about the pvp balancing patches mm-hmm. because those are mm. Those bring out the worst. Yeah. Uh, that that's not a ESO problem. That's an everywhere problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I do think it is one of the better ones I have been in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, follow up question: Since you've been in, I mean, I've only MMO wise, I've only played Elder Scrolls Online. Well, a bit of New World as well. But what do yeah. you think makes? Like, is it the developers, the way they approach the community, Elder Scrolls as a brand? Do you have any idea as to why Elder Scrolls Online community maybe has that lower percentage? Hmm, that's a really interesting question. Well, first off, um, the community is slightly smaller than some of the other ones I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And... So you're going to see more of the community around. So you don't want to build up that reputation as the toxic troll. Sure. So that makes sense. You know, with more niche games, you'll start seeing less and less of the dead game takes. The developers need to do this. And, oh, yeah. you know, the, the dead l- game takes are from everybody who doesn't play Elder Scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, people still play this. Yes, yes, yes. I know we had another million milestone of players. It's like, it, it, yes, it, it, it died eight years ago. Please go away and don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I do think um, I do think that the developers are really active in the game uh, and that's really helpful. I quite often see them engaging with people on Twitter in a really constructive way. I also, you know, regular Twitch feeds uh, where mm-hmm. they interact with the chat room, all of this kind of stuff that um, a lot of other games shy away from from doing. But I also think um, it doesn't have the kind of really elitist end game stuff in quite the same way as some yep. of the other games do. So obviously... Uh, World of Warcraft is entirely built around the end game, basically. Like, yeah. that's the whole, like, you start from your mythic raiding scenario and then everything else kind of, like, 
is built to kind of support that. And obviously they do the big race to world first. So there's a big sort of public thing where the um, where the top teams are like uh, racing against each other to be <laughs> the first to kill the, the mythic boss. And it's quite sure. a kind of, I mean, it, that just breeds toxicity. It really like it. it I mean, I <laughs> sort of enjoy the race to world first, but it is, it is a horrific environment oh no I, um, and i like i always joke that like i i originally was a little shell-shocked when like kind of dealing with the elder scrolls community because i came from competitive shooters oh and, yeah like <laughs> um like back in the day when i used to play it was like i i would go to like the madden tournament and stuff for like twenty five thousand, and i was like dude people used to compliment me in a meaner way than people insult me in elder scrolls online <laughs> yeah. so yeah, i'm yeah, like yeah. I, I and you know when people get upset about stuff like that i totally get it it's like no don't be don't be dicks to each other like that's totally fine but it's like sometimes i'll like post stuff and i'm like look isn't this funny people are like you handle this in a weird way man like what is up with that i was like oh, I, I don't know i just thought they were i thought this was funny and in the end i ended up getting blocked because they didn't want to talk to me anymore i was like <laughs> it's like i thought they were trying to be like I've had dungeons where it's just like people have flipped out about something ridiculous or whatever. My, one of the most recent ones was that somebody like I asked if they were I was like, so we don't have a tank in this group. And they were like, I'm tired of elitist people telling me how to tank. I was like, no, no, no you, you misunderstand me. I don't give a shit what you're doing. I'm just <laughs> saying, do I need to dodge roll <laughs> like because you're not doing your job? And they like went on this tangent about how like oh well we shouldn't have to be picking up the dead i was like i'm gonna just slot a taunt and i'm gonna pull the boss at this point because this is taking too long <laughs> yeah. so we were like communicating in between polls or whatever and then like as they were flipping out and again i again it's probably usually best not to do toxicity with toxicity but i occasionally don't like to take the high road so i convinced the other three people to kick them right at the end of the dungeon so they also didn't get credit um so we all got credit after they got dragged through complaining the whole time and then while they were flipping out and you know sending me hate whispers and stuff like that about I, I'm not really sure why they were so mad that I asked if I needed to dodge. It wasn't even so much like, you're fake tanking and that's bad. That's a whole different issue that you, that's for your group to decide. I really don't care. I think it's a bad way for people to learn stuff that's like crappy yeah. if they're not expecting it. But like, in my situation, I was just like, dude, I just want to know, do I need to dodge roll and slot a heal? Or can I just like <laughs> totally go full bore on damage? Yeah. And like... In the end, I was like, I really hope we get to group up again one day. And they blocked me. <laughs> it's like, what? I was going to send you a guild invite. Like, <laughs> So they didn't care for that. And I just like, it was one of those things where I'm like, man, I guess there are some people who really get mad about this stuff, but it's rare. Like it's, yeah. or it's rarer, I should say. Not rare necessarily, but it's not common. Yeah, I mean, occasionally we will pug somebody for Mythic Plus in WoW, and we try really hard not to do it, and there's a kind of 25% chance that you will get somebody who will complain, not do the role that they're supposed to be doing, yep. uh, do, like, just be a jerk, go and pull before the tank has pulled, all of that sort of stuff. We've pugged some people in... Um, in vet dungeons in ESO and usually yep. they don't they don't say anything they usually sure. just go running on ahead and do yeah. the thing um right. and you I mean the biggest problem we ever have is that we have no idea where the fuck we're going and they sure. um and they're like 
are you lost? Like, yeah, yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's weird because that's not necessarily overtly being toxic necessarily. No, no that's just More like... of, there's that disconnect between, well, I'm blowing through this. Why aren't you right here with me? And it's like, yeah, well, I'm doing exactly. the story. Now, if the person's yeah. like, fuck you, stories are dumb and I hate you. It's like, okay, well, that's pretty <laughs> out of line. Yeah. Or if it's just like, because I've been in groups where somebody's been like, oh, I'm doing the story. And if, if it's, like, my daily random, okay, whatever. And, like, the other pugs, we just, like, pause. And we're like, okay, yeah, yeah that's mm -hmm. fine. Just you move ahead and we'll follow suit and just nuke as need be. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, okay, that's fine. And it's one of those situations, it's, like, I, to an extent, understand the other side of that. It's, like, oh, for an event, I mean, I generally don't really care that much about event stuff because I have so much of the stuff. But it's, like, oh, I just need to do this and get my tickets for the day or whatever. If you go into a nor like, if you if you queue and you're just trying to get it done fast, and somebody's like, "Well, I'm doing the story," it's like, "Bro, I got ten minutes. Like, yeah, come on, annoying. like, yeah. so yeah. do I not that's get annoying. my thing because I have to wait for you?" It's like, yeah, that's not good either. Like, it's mm -hmm. just kind of yeah. like I do always tell people when you want to do the stories to these things, don't pug them. Like, yeah, don't don't yeah. use the group finder. At least yeah. it's, that's a bad way to experience them. Or if you do. Enter that party chat. Say, "Hey, this is my first time here." Mm -hmm. Right. Like, be like, up, be upfront about that, and yeah, be yeah. willing to. If other people have a time restriction, and you say that, and it's like, "Oh, I really can't," be the one willing to be like, "Okay, well, I'll step down because obviously I don't have yeah. a time restriction. Let me peace out. You find somebody to go with, and I'll go yeah. on a slower pace." Like, oh, maybe I, a group I doesn't have like care. four or five dungeon quests in my log because. You know, people have had time restrictions, so I said, "Okay, let's just, you know, yeah, let's just, just go. go. Through it. Let's right. just, yeah, let's, let's just go. That's, let's just blast through it. It, it yeah. exactly, exactly. I mean, they and should add like, something like a thing that you can select, like story mode or story preferred, something like that, or be able and, to redo them like you can with trials. And I could oh, not have too. to do this entire series that I've been doing on YouTube just to remedy yeah. this one thing that could be remedied in game." <laughs> <laughs> That too, but yeah, like, that would be cool. Yeah, but that would rob you of a content avenue. Yeah, Great, because <laughs> perfect, whatever. You know what? For the greater good, I'll sacrifice. <laughs> but yeah, I think the headlines are: uh, we've really enjoyed how welcoming the community are. We've particularly enjoyed how welcoming the podcast community are. Like you've all been like amazing. Kind of everybody immediately like reached out and was like, "Hey, there's a new podcast! <laughs> amazing! Come and be part of the podcast club." That's. Uh, you know, that was really, uh, really amazing. Obviously, there's a lot of World of Warcraft podcasts, so that doesn't happen quite so much over, <laughs> over that side. Yeah, I mean, it's for Elder Scrolls, there's just a few of us, and I really enjoy just being able to, like, collaborate instead of being some sort of, like, a competition. I don't mm. know if they exist in other, like, podcast spaces. I imagine some do, but, like, for, for the Elder Scrolls side, it's really neat. I mean... It's how pretty much everyone got... I don't know who first started it, but whoever first started it brought everyone else into it. I mean, Tails also yeah. got brought into it. Like the, Back then, there was the Quest Gaming Network with their um, Elder Scrolls off the record. Uh, they were the like OG, long-format Elder Scrolls uh, podcast. And then it's just kept on going, kept on going. So, yeah, it's pretty neat. And it's really nice that ESO always give something to talk about as well it's like yeah. you don't you yeah. rarely run out of content it's difficult only like that couple weeks before a new chapter announcement that is just dead silence <laughs> 
But otherwise, yeah, there's constant like stuff to talk about. Oh my God. <laughs> and, and doing the... a World of Warcraft expansion two years. Yeah, I don't know how you. I mean, weeks before the next one launches. Oh, oh my lord. <laughs> Yeah, you've been reaching deep into your bag of tricks oh, on that are, side. We are, we are <laughs> scraping the barrel right now. I don't mind admitting it. Uh, I mean, we get yeah. what, like four releases a year and still have some episodes where like, <laughs> we'll just talk yeah. about cars this episode. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. for, us, for us specifically, we kind of have ourselves covered in the event that something ever does happen because we interview content creators. So yes. even if there is a content drought for whatever reason, which I don't see happening. Yeah, as long as, the, as, long as somebody as long is as still as doing something. Somebody's streaming, somebody's it. podcasting, yeah. we're still covered. Right, right, right. Um, so this has been... Thoroughly exhausting of pretty much all of the new game stuff that I've been very curious on some of these answers and some of them I, you know, I'm in, I've been very interested to hear just the your takes on this as like the perfect demographic for this. Um, so we've got a couple final questions. Um, one of them I actually personally thought it was an interesting question that you had on your show so i figured i would ask it here why is uh 80 awful and ep is actually the best faction <laughs> no 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 yes. well I, I will give ep credit for having tea the khajiit and that that's where i'll draw the line <laughs> I'm mean, yeah for the, and for the queen wait, I'm afraid. Uh, no. <laughs> also, we need to there will be no No, no, that's a question that must be asked. No. Look. It's the whole reason I'm doing this podcast to spread awareness, okay? To save Tamriel. <laughs> to spread awareness. Are you aware but, um, that Guars are the most dangerous beings on Tamriel <laughs> and will eventually bring the demise of all Nern? I mean, I suppose it's possible, but I mean, the same could be said for Horvers, uh, you know, yeah. th there's all sorts of threats that you're just really like, not, not clued in on, on the same level arc. They are, look, even the Daedra are possibly being controlled by Guar at the core level, so same. <laughs> but... that's, a, that's a lot to put on a little Guar, I have to say. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for gravity is the real uh, enemy on then. Yeah. Uh, I can I can back that. So you are not against the guard then? Not any more than I am against uh, anything else. This this, this, this ended See? on a bad note. <laughs> I'm nope. not happy. I tried recruiting two more. <laughs> the anti cult of the guard is maybe still not, like maybe three not people. lead into that with the AD question, and you know maybe yeah, there's been a bit more yeah, diplomacy. Us, you put us well, on the, the back reason, front, you see. The reason Aldmer Dominion exists is probably because the Guar as well, so... Oh, I mean, okay, so, so yeah, there we go. Maybe we're, we're agents evils for back the Guar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I had, to, I had to try and... This is the point where we need to cut Ark's yeah. mic because he goes spiraling off yeah. into his anti-Guar propaganda. <laughs> no, it's okay, I'm just gonna bonk one in chat and be done with it. <laughs> no, you don't bonk them, you do like SD and you give the Guar a no. little pat. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, is there anything else you wanted to uh, ask, Ark? I was going to say that pretty much covered the questionnaire we had typed out for the most part. Yeah. It's a nice, solid, uh, what is it? We are Two and a half hour in-between show <laughs> show. Oh, this is great. 
I mean, depending on how everyone's doing on time, we can do tails. Yeah, do we want to just I do can, a quick do tails. tails to end things out? I'd be down right, with that. Yeah. Sure. Especially because this time, I, being that you and I recorded like three days ago, it's mainly like, uh, <laughs> what's the Tenth Divine's Tales? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> As yeah. your introductory welcoming to the show. So since yeah, so it's the first that. time you're on, I mean, it doesn't have to be from the last week, but like in general or last week specifically and in the broader universe of Elder Scrolls and Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. What have uh, what have you been up to? Any exceedingly entertaining stories that you could regale us with before <laughs> we go? That like, you see, it was all right there, and then you've like raised the bar. Like, <laughs> it's what yeah. I have to do, and with no prep work either. It's yeah, just like, exactly. Like, like, oh, okay. So now it has to be exceedingly entertaining. Yes. Right. Also, okay. if you could win a Pulitzer surprise, surprise <laughs> <laughs> with it, that'd also be great. I mean, okay. It, okay. Lotus is spoiled in terms of tales because he got to he gets to tell classic elder scrolls tales so we'll ignore his his bar of how interesting <laughs> okay. tales need to be i haven't gotten to there in like 4 years myself <laughs> shanti do you want to do you want to try and uh, try and fulfill the criteria i, I mean th those were some pretty hefty asks um but i, I can go first um like I mentioned earlier, I had an emergency root canal, so I haven't been up to too much this in game. This is not a good tale. No. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did get into game. I did get into game last night. Um, fulfilled a requirement for the Elder Heroes team. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, because the first caption winner was on PC, I was responsible for giving them their uh four pack of crates. So I got that mailed off. Um, while I was there, I, you know, collected my daily reward on NA, then swapped back over to EU, um, started doing the Witches Festival. This is my first Witches Festival, by the way. Oh, nice. Um, so, you know, deer in headlights kind of, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. my God, what do I need to do? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, you know, I pick up the quest, I, I go do the thing and I start looking for the different kinds of bosses. So far, the only three I haven't done since last night are the arena, mm -hmm. the trial, and the, uh, oh, what was the third one? What was the third one? Mm. Uh, the invasion. Okay. So if you ever I need a hand with the, because I know you play on a zillion platform. <laughs> if you ever specifically I, I'm need only the halfway arena. to the infinity gauntlet here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you ever need to do a quick, quick, because there's no quick way to do an arena necessarily on PlayStation NA, definitely shoot me a message because we can like nuke through uh, either Black Rose or like um, Dragon Star Arena real quick um, to get uh, you that one. All right. I will keep that in mind. Um, yeah. But, so I had some some crowns laying around, so I decided, you know what, let's try this 15 pack of the hollow jack crates oh no and i got the head <laughs> oh, I, no. I got the headless camel mount oh oh, oh wow nice. okay right. i know people yes. didn't get it after like 60 80 crates so <laughs> you yeah, honestly you with the mount now i know where yes, all of our yeah, rng of, with mounts exactly. have gone <laughs> yeah <laughs> shanti has it. all of the mounts <laughs> 
Yeah, okay, so maybe I do have some Mount Luck. <laughs> However, I maintain that I have farmed the uh, Raven Lord Mount in World of Warcraft, and I've literally done 500 plus pulls on that boss and still cannot get that to drop. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I one don't... of the last two I need for like completing an old expansion uh, mount list. So it's really yeah. frustrating. But uh, getting back to my tales, so part of you know going around was you know finding finding uh different bosses to do so i ended up in uh reaper's march because i was gonna start finishing off the quest so i could start getting to cadwell silver and then i got distracted by the vile mance so it turns out turns out part of that uh you know world boss clearing was we did some public dungeons too and we had cleared like four of those. I'm going based on date here yeah. um, from when I have the achievements for the other ones. Yep. That's the best way to keep track of it, honestly, is it gives you your little check date. It's like, oh, yeah, that's when I did that. Well, it happened to be the same date that we had that talk about starting our show. So <laughs> so because I, I actually went back in Discord to look at this specific date. So, you know, I could bring wow. it up on Twitter, you know, five, six months from now. <laughs> um so i decided you know what i'm already here i'm killing these bosses anyway let's go ahead and get the vile man's conqueror achievement done so i took care of that and uh after that i you know just did some daily writs and called it a day uh because it was getting close to nine and i was like you know what it's almost time to go on tails and i've really been looking forward to this so <laughs> <Ta-da>. <laughs> And that's where I'm going to hand it off to Raven. Yeah, well, I don't think I've been doing anything especially entertaining. At the moment, I'm I'm questing in Southern Elsewhere at the moment. Okay. Um, oh. Where I, I keep, zone, actually. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I don't know. So I finished up High Isle a while ago, like the story and all the yep. like. I like I don't leave a zone until my little my little bars next all to my map filled. are mm. all filled in, <laughs> and so I finished all of them in uh, for High Isle, and I was like, okay, where am I going to go next? And then. I can't remember why I picked Northern Elsewhere. Um, I think I bumped into Abnathan and I was like, oh, he seems nice. Let's go and let's, I'm going to come over here. He's not nice, but that's fine. I was going to say, <laughs> the intro thought, he seems nice. The number one douchebag in town. Yeah. <laughs> I, I understand now that he does not seem nice. Um, but anyway, I, uh, so I went and did all of the Northern Elsewhere um, and very much enjoyed that. Uh, and so now I'm in Southern Elsewhere helping Saisahan do yep. exciting things with dragons. Um, I did make Saisahan help me with some completely random side quests the other day, uh, which I really uh, I really enjoy when you've got like a really notable character and they're like, ho, champion, we go here to do the thing. And you're like, yeah, just hold that thought for a second. Yeah, for a second. <laughs> there's, a young, second. there's a young lady over here. <laughs> young lady over here who's apparently murdered some things and needs to go murder. We're just going to murder some people for this person over here. It's like, okay, that's fine. Um, and then he's over. It's like, I'm just, don't mind him. He's just... Uh, he's just here for something else. Just don't, he'll, yeah, he's, he'll help. It's fine. Yeah, he's don't just here as an intimidating presence. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, so I'm mostly working through that. I've done all of the things apart from the main quest. It's just so typical. Like, everything is filled. Like, <laughs> that's what, what I do this, too, yeah. What is this bar that is not filled? Oh, it's the main quest. Oh, that's zone the main quest. quest. It's the main zone quest. So, I went to the bit yesterday where you go in and infiltrate the evil people with Casca. 
Um, oh, yes, you have yes, to go yes. into the temple. You have yep. to move a lot of stupid crates around. There's a lot of like. <laughs> I did not enjoy moving the crates around, not least because the crates and the doors have seemed to not be. Like, so I can move this crate through this wall, okay, but I can't actually move it over and get it to go through the actual door because there's something that's stopping it going through the actual door. So no, okay, so I have to move it through the wall. And then, yeah, I, um, I got several crates stuck. I got stuck oh. behind a crate. Um, <laughs> See, this is this is a great, but... great memory um, in general. And one uh, a, a spectacular story here on uh, just you being able to give your new player perspective on moving these stupid blocks that were a creative idea and I appreciate when they try something new and I also appreciate that they have never done that again because oh, there is a dungeon you probably haven't done yet where that is one of the mechanics you need to do a boss oh. fight while moving those around. Oh, what? No! No, I, no, no, I have, no, no! I have been to that dungeon. No. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, oh, I, 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 no, I thought that's what she was talking it. about. No, <laughs> no, oh, no. Yeah, no. They in give the temple, the idea in the quest, and then when you want the, I mean, Ark remembers doing Moongrave for yeah. the reason that you can't see the homunculi for whatever reason they decided to use red on red, um, but for the final hard mode, you need to not only. Uh, move these things with an uncomfortable amount of precision while fighting the boss on hard mode while it's spawning ads. Um, but it gives you a massive debuff as well every time oh, you touch it. So screwing nice. up touching the crate is very problematic as well as you're not allowed to heal yourself while you take a 90% self-healing reduction while doing <laughs> it. So you have to have someone else heal you, which is always interesting if the healer touches it because who's going to heal the healer? Yeah. Um, which is more interesting um but then in some of favorite quote unquote moments from us doing that trifecta was the boss throwing the block from where it is to a different location so that you have to push it back type of thing okay is the idea to it and it gets stuck in the ceiling so then <laughs> you're just fucked for the fight <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I so did you can look a... forward to that when you when you pull a random dungeon and it says Moongrave Fane. Okay, you get to be the one to just leave. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, I did. I I I didn't even manage to work out what I. I literally I was trying to get a crate and I was trying to get it round a corner, uh, and then I was like, oh, it's not going in the right direction. So I tried to get behind it, and then I got stuck. But like I was stuck behind it for like five minutes until I managed to find the one pixel to manage to like jump out from behind the crate but i had to reset the crate i had to mm -hmm. use the reset crate thing the, I was luckily like, they did this, account this, for having resets which i appreciate this, yeah exactly because this crate is completely fucked so that was quite mm -hmm. exciting um then uh then we murdered a lot of stuff with casca that's what happens in the rest of that casca's great yep yeah there was a lot of murdering that was great and then um i got out of there and i went to go and do something else um you know how the dragons are all like massive yeah. Mm. Like, it seems really unlikely that you would be running across an open space and not notice it's got a dragon in it, doesn't it? I mean, that <laughs> seems like a really unlike no it's not an unlikely thing yeah. happened. I literally, like, ran straight into it. Like, what the fuck just killed... Oh. 
Like, Raven, that was really fucking stupid. Like, there's a big dragon standing right there, and the dragon like, is... How did no, I like, not notice this? How did I not notice this giant dragon that is standing right here? Well done, never mind. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm not... Um, yeah, I, I'm not proficient at this. I don't know how many hours you have to play to be proficient at this game, but I'm definitely not. not I mean, I have there. several yeah. thousand hours, and I'm not. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a Finn regularly chastises you once. Yeah, when you do dungeons on stream, Finn regularly chastises you for. I don't know how this mechanic works. He's like, stop splashing water on that statue and pay attention to the yeah. NPC yelling instructions. I, I, it's like, yeah. I will not. Like- <laughs> I drove him mad because he was in chat like, we showed this mechanic five seconds ago. And five seconds ago, I was just doing slash bucket splash on random like objects um, <laughs> as, as the mechanics was be- being shown. And then yeah. utterly died for like an hour to the mechanic that was being shown and the, <laughs> was that was being used in the boss fight moments before so yeah yeah, so, yeah i'm i am the absolute queen of we will have a discussion like i'm the <laughs> group leader okay so we will have a discussion about a tic tac or how we think it works and i do this in wow as well it's like right okay so do that thing take it over there don't hit that that's cool and then like literally two seconds later raven you hit the thing <laughs> oh this thing you oh, meant that this was the one. one whoops oh sorry <laughs> like were you even listening the words came out of your mouth like you sorry no <laughs> They bypassed my brain in some really unfortunate <laughs> way. Look, I, 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 w- I was focused on the other jam, not this jam. Yeah, not this jam. <laughs> not this jam. You can't use jam analogies in ESO. So in, whenever I'm doing, um, uh, tic- uh, sorry, tactics, tic-tacs, whenever I'm doing tic-tacs, which is what uh-huh. I always call them, in uh, raid tic-tacs in World of Warcraft, um, I make a lot of like jam analogies. So it's like, oh, there's purple jam over there. There's red jam over there. Everything on the Elder Scrolls is constantly on fire. Just everything. It, yes. Mm. Yes. Everything is including, on fire and including the change. healing. Yes, including the healing. Including the healing. Yeah. 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 Like we spent about six weeks. So Alex was doing the healing when we first started doing dungeons. And we literally spent about six weeks um with uh just running out of his healing until he sat us all down and was like, No, no, no. This fight, this is this my, is what this DK is healing looks fight. like. Yeah, <laughs> my yeah. fight. You have to stand in this fire, and then we spent the next six weeks being really confused as to why we kept standing in the fire and dying. And it's like, no, no, that wasn't my fire. <laughs> what? Okay. One, one thing. Uh, it took me a, until I kind of got into end gamey stuff, or I, 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 I always think that's a weird name for it. But once I started to get into challenging yeah, there, stuff, there is because, no end game in an MMO. Correct. That's why I'm like, <laughs> it's such a bizarre statement. Like, but like once I got into challenging content, um, one of the things that I ended up needing to do because when we were working on stuff and we would review vods, people were like, "My God, how do you play?" I'm like, "What's the problem?" <laughs> They're like. One, you don't have buff bars anywhere. I was like, yeah, it gets in my way. And they're like, none of your things are color coded. I was like, why? They're like, it's all the same color. I was like, so? They're like, look for, and it was a great thing and it helped a bunch. Um, You just, you change your uh, AOE colors, yours, theirs, whatever, to just obnoxious shit. So that like um, a couple of people in my red team, Healing is just a nice casual green, so it's whatever, which is what I like too. But like, I use like this fluorescent pink, just mm-hmm. aggressive Same. color. And a couple people in my group specifically use bright white. That's because, the one I use. Yeah, okay. and it's and it's the like yeah, just the first thing I notice is this obnoxious flare 
on the ground. <laughs> so that's what I know to avoid. I'm like, eh, that's clever. I get it. Yeah, so, that is clever. I, I mean, I've seen Finn tweet about that. That's where yeah. I got the idea. So yeah, yeah. Ooh. And then, so it's like uh, that's just it. it. It takes a little coding, and then suddenly it's like, oh, this is this is this is much easier to see <laughs> what's murdering me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is. I will look into that. That is yep. uh, something yep. I have not looked into yet. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere in your options in one of the f- many many pages of options. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say uh, we didn't touch on this earlier, but the menus are a little bit convoluted. Oh yeah, the menus are terrible. Because... <laughs> the menus are better in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Cor- correct. The menus are not great. Um, yeah. The, men- also, the menus could use some help because i've gone in on at least 14 characters now trying mm-hmm. to set up everything the same way and i can't get to the same settings two characters in a row no matter how hard i try and the I fact that some info saves across characters and not all of it yeah. i don't fat like if you turn off damage numbers it turns them off across all of your characters oh. if you turn on subtitles it turns it on just for that character <laughs> That's weird. Why? I I also really enjoy how the settings menu, my settings menu has two sub menus. One which is called add-ons as one word, mm. add-ons, and one which is called add space ons. ons. And is it Uh-huh. <laughs> what is happening I, here? Like, I, you see I see being a controller player, I don't see that menu often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah. It's bizarre. It and is. hilarious. Yeah. Now, a little refining of the menus, I definitely would agree with wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, and the ability to just, uh, just, and all MMOs could really do with this, but the ability to just load out a profile, like, this is my profile, I yes. want to apply this to all yes. of my yeah. yes, please, please just make these my settings. Like, yep. There might be an add-on that does it, but I don't know. Would have to there look. used to be, I don't know if it's still active. Oh. Because I yeah, saw that in too. like a year or two year old guide at this point, so gotcha. I mean, yeah, it shouldn't be too yeah, difficult a... for Zas to make, but who knows? I mean, there are yeah. lots of things that you're like, come on, that's just a collection of database variables, right? You can just put yeah. that in a thing and have it translate <laughs> somewhere else, right? Yeah, um, please organize for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, that's all. Uh, that yes, it's mostly been elsewhere in dragons all the way down. Nice. And all the it was way a up. fantastic. I was gonna say fantastic yeah. chapter. I actually really, really liked elsewhere. So, actually, yeah. And the music is really good. The music is really good. Although it's extremely like every time I log into Senchal, it's like extremely dramatic yeah. music, <laughs> and I'm like, yes. here I am, just doing my ritz. Like, so this we, yeah. Extremely dramatic like all, music. I, I makes I you feel like there's the always track a that dragon. We used for our- <laughs> I think the track that we used for our inspiration for our opening music actually oh, yes. came from elsewhere. Oh, yes. okay. That, oh, that, yeah, that wouldn't that surprise was what we, me. That was what we gave the composer, lol. <laughs> so out of all the zones you have seen so far, which one is your favorite? Oh, 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 tough choice. I've actually been thinking about it myself for the last five minutes. I haven't been able to pick one myself. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm going well. with anywhere that I get to talk to Roz. There you go. Okay. See, I hate Aldmer Dominion with all my heart, but <laughs> Raz is an exception. That's a great character. Well, then maybe you could have Northern Elsewhere because he pops up there as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Elsewhere is very, very, very beautiful. Um, uh, oh, it's so difficult. The, the, 
one of the things I, I love, love the variety is the yeah. thing. Yeah, exactly. One of the things I love is that everything is so different. Yeah. And actually, I weird like because I've come up and just done mostly AD, and then I've been to High Isle, and then I've been to elsewhere. Like I feel like I've been in Fantasyland, and sometimes I go and do something else somewhere up in the north, and you're suddenly in like weird, like it's almost like it's giant mushrooms, and it's like. Uh, or it's like completely dark and you suddenly feel like you're in almost like a sci-fi landscape. <laughs> it's kind of like, wow. And then sometimes you're like, okay, I'm just in a desert now. This is, yeah. okay. Uh, here we are in a desert. Amazing. Um, okay. yeah, it's, My it's, alternate answer is anywhere that Stuga is not going to bother me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, I do really like High Isle. I really like the sunflowers. Oh, yeah. They, the they did great. a great job. Yeah, with High good. Isle. Yeah. I think for me, it's the good old original Rift because of the color palette of just autumn. But yeah. Yes. Yeah. What about totally you, Lotus? Vardenfell. Yeah. Hey. Uh, I like so the variety of everything because I feel like each one is enough that it's like they feel different to an extent, but also it's like whenever I'm like, okay, I've seen enough of this, you can just go to a completely... Yeah essentially alien area and it's yeah. like it almost feels like an entirely different like oh it's it's why a lot of times i think that it's like well, how do you still play like the elder scrolls so much as like your main game after it's like well because essentially it's so well constructed overall it feels like it's borderline several different series yeah mm -hmm. in the same series because it's like yeah. oh you know what clockwork city it's like okay this is like oh. borderline steampunk yeah and then, like, yeah yeah you've got the oblivion thing where it's like all the planes of oblivion are just so weird and stuff but then there's like the medieval thing oh we're in glenumbra but then it's like oh well okay now we're in this swamp region or the skyrim nord region mm -hmm. or freaky mushroom land in vardenfell and morrowind <laughs> it's like there's so much variety yeah. whenever i tire of one setting i can just go to a different part of the game and it's like oh this is totally a refresh essentially yeah. Yeah. And the light is so beautiful. There's something about yeah. the way that light works yes. in Tamriel that is it that is just exceptionally beautiful. Yep. Um and yeah, only in their the, god rays for yeah, everything. Just really, really, really good. And only the very most recent patch in World of Warcraft has really come close to that slightly ethereal looking light. Oh yeah, and I, I have gotcha. recent, I recently upgraded my graphics card, and oh my god, I, I fell in love all over again. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, so we are nearing this is this has actually been one of our like longer shows that we got to record in a long time. So I know, really appreciate great. you to yeah drop yeah. By. This is great. <laughs> nope, very pleased. This is this has been a lot of fun. No, it's so, been amazing. Thank you so much for inviting us. Yeah. No, yes. this is this is great. And I was gonna say it's it's good to have you as part of the community. So mm -hmm. thank you. So before we wrap up, um where can people find everything that you do, both as Tent Divine, as individuals, anything that you're involved in? Basically Go ahead, Raven. links and stuff like that. Uh, okay, well, you can find both the 10th Divine and Girls Gone Wow over at Bonus Roll Productions. Uh, we are part of a network, so that is over at bonusroll.gg. Um, you can find the 10th Divine's Twitter at uh, 10th Divine Pod. Um, 
actually have no idea. Shanti usually reads this bit. I don't know why you let me go first. Uh, <laughs> we alternate this bit. No, 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 no. We alternate it. Don't, don't try putting it all on me. Yeah, I no, I've, I've, I've got the other one in my head. So I'll tell you about Girls Gone Wild. No, I won't. It's okay. But um, uh, we do have a Discord, which it's the Girls Gone Wild Discord, but uh, there is lots of ESO content on there too at girlsgonewild.net slash Discord. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Silky Raven. In fact, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, wherever you like, at Silky Raven. At cross branding. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Makes things easier. It sure does. <laughs> and if you want to email the show, um, you can email it to uh, tentdivinepodcast at gmail.com. I think. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Look, I don't. I don't have the show notes up. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it didn't occur to either of us to bring the show notes up because, like, obviously nobody was going to ask us where they could find our show. There's no way to contact them. All right, bye, everybody. Yeah, and exactly. you can you can find me on Twitter, Twitch, and soon enough tiktok again um at shantyman gaming i I don't do instagram i gotta have a third thing (laughs) (laughs) all right well um again thanks so much for joining and folks if you have not checked out 10 divine podcast yet now you know you have to and you better get on that follow on social media check out the podcast add it into your podcatchers and things like things like that um, as for... Oh, and, and leave us reviews, please. Leave, yeah, us, yeah, reviews. leave us reviews. <laughs> yes. You're all um, kind enough to leave us reviews. Give them good reviews, too. <laughs> yes, please. As always, review are the way to be discovered and stuff like that. So, as for us, you can follow everything we do over at TalesOfTimerealPodcast.com. There you can find links to all of our social media content and stuff like that. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash UESP and earn awesome Elder Scrolls rewards in the process, as well as, you know, supporting us. Uh, you can also consider leaving us and Tent Divine Podcast a five-star review on iTunes so people know that we are both a podcast, that we say real words, and sometimes they matter. Thank you all so much for joining us on this episode of Tales of Tamriel, and we will see you all next time. Have a great night, everyone. See you, everybody. Bye. Bye. When Akatosh slew Lorcan, he ripped his heart right out. He hurled it across Tamriel, and the heart was heard to shout. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the The laughing heart sprayed blood afar, a gout on seer it fell. And like a dart shot to its mark, down in an alien well. Magic effused the Lorcan blood to crystal red and strong. Then wild elves cut and polished it down to chimel at a ball. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.
When elves lost learn to men, Akatosh gave the stone to Saint Alesh in token of her right to sit the throne. Red diamond, red diamond, the heart and soul of men. Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the Red diamond, red diamond, protect us till the end.